0: That was Elements with Learn to Mine, and that one is dedicated to all my brothers and sisters out there breaking rocks frantically right now, cashing in on those low temperature diamonds. Hello, hello, welcome everyone. I am Kai Zen and this is Elite Week Galactic Water Cooler, where we sum up everything that's happened in the world of Elite Dangerous for the week. On a Friday night to kick your weekend off and get you started right. Joining me, as always, are my uh, co hosts and producers extraordinaire. We've got audio visual engineer Commander Fee. Say hello, evening, Fee. Hey, Thanks for joining. <laughs> right on. Fee is streaming for the first time for the show. He's taking those duties away from me because I suck at them. Also joining us tonight, our commander is Command R. Is Commander Roy Cookson? Roy, say hello. Hey
1: everyone, how you doing? Right on.
0: So, just I want to address this and get it out of the way. If you hear what sounds like a, I don't know, gun battle going on in the background of my uh, on my recording, it's because I live in Philadelphia, and the entire months of June and July in Philadelphia they set off fireworks for no fucking reason all weekend long and that is fun but as you can hear i have liquid refreshment so who cares how are you guys doing this this friday night see roy feeling good
1: yeah doing good doing good Running some uh, running some missions for the, the dark wheel as we as we chat here.
0: The dark wheel. We got news on that coming at you soon. See, how are you feeling? I know you had an interesting day, I have haven't had an you? Interesting my friend? day.
2: You know, it's it's actually all things considered it's been a fantastic Friday. I really don't have anything to complain about and, and uh you know, my uh mm-hmm. my cape and, and my and my tights are, are feeling a little a uh, little bunchy this evening, but I, I think uh, I'll work through that
0: through mm. the evening. So looking forward to the rest of the show right on right on well let's get right into it so we started off with you know learn to mine dedicated to like i said all of the people out there frantically getting it in low temperature diamonds and let's start right away on topic number one the headline for the night the new discovery the, the notes will be in the system In, in the, uh, what do you call it The the, the notes, show notes For the, the, the YouTube video <clears throat> And it'll also be in the Discord ver- Or uh, uh, podcast version But I'm going to just say it out loud This one time S-W-O-I-L-Z Space P K R Space B-20-0 this was discovered, this system and ring was discovered by Commander That English Gent all squished together. This is a ring with a narrow, low-temperature diamond times four band and a fat, low-temperature diamond times three overlap. So you've got a skinny four overlap that kinda is meh as far as the density of the rocks and a fat, juicy LTD-3 uh, uh overlap that literally it puts the old one that everybody was going nuts over for the last two weeks to shame it's got high density the LTD 3 I've seen actually a chart of and this was uh, you know full full disclosure (laughs) this is you know rapid rapid sort of assessment that's been done over the course of about the last mm, 8 hours 9 hours since it became public but the the fat ltd three spot is actually probably better than the iffy ltd four spot so that that fat overlap is is just is, is choice um <clears throat> in full sort of like just before you get get rushing out there in your cutter be aware it's like 1200 whatever depending on where you're at in the bubble it's a good jump out there it's about three carrier jumps out to, you know, three carrier jumps from the bubble will guarantee you that you hit it. But uh, it is sort of a carrier. uh, It's choice for if you have a carrier or if you are working in the system with people that are doing stuff with the carriers with arbitrage. But if you're just planning on like, I'm going to jump out there and get it and jump back and sell it you're better off at the existing site yeah so i'm
2: actually pulling it up in the uh in my game <laughs> just to see where it is in relation to where i'm at and it doesn't seem that bad it's only about right. 1100 light years away um but it's definitely something that that uh, the storage of the fleet carrier would come in handy for
0: yeah for sure absolutely all right so now that we've got that out of the way let's address the whole thing last week We said, you know, so topic two, last week we said, hey man, subsurface deposits are sort of, they got nerfed, which they did, and they got nerfed maybe a little too much, and, you know, Down Astronomy had done a sort of a video talking about like, hey, uh, side-by-side comparison where he did like a full run on one and a full run to the other well here's the thing with content creation when you're trying to put something out like right away and get it out so that you know it's timely people are like hey I want to know what are these changes how do they affect me this can sometimes happen and this is not in any way his fault but this is a, a situation that occurred he just had shit luck RNGesus Jesus was not his friend when he did the subsurface run post the nerf and, and put it up <clears throat> subsequently he went back and did other runs and found that it wasn't as bad as it appeared. It got nerfed a good bit, maybe maybe a third, maybe 40% more at most, but not the 50% that, that it was looking like. He just had a bad sort of luck run. And this can happen to any of us. And look, nobody does a better job of putting out consistent, high quality uh, content than down-to-earth astronomy. Astro is a fucking god. So the fact of the matter is, is he just got screwed by in Jesus? And the long story short, the TLDR version is: subsurface deposit mining is still the meta. It is the way to go. <clears throat> um, so yeah, that's that that that's a thing. And there's there's other things with subsurface deposit mining that we're gonna kind of get to a little bit later. Well, we might as well get to them now. Um, there is a patch incoming, and this is uh, something I think you can expect. I would expect it Monday to Tuesday morning. <clears throat> but uh, there's, FDev has definitely got a patch coming at us uh, that is 100% confirmed. <clears throat> when exactly it's going to hit and what exactly it's going to cover are sort of questions to be answered, but there's definitely some things that we've seen. I can tell you from personal experience, LFT-926 has had a weird bug, and it seems like, and this is anecdotal, I can't tell you, I don't have access to the server settings, so I can't tell you 100% for sure that this is a thing, but anecdotally to me, it appears that it happened around the time of another event, so I don't know if we're dealing with a post hoc ergo proctor-hawk situation where I'm reading something into it that's not the case, or if it is a cause and effect situation, but in LFT nine two six, we had over a hundred carriers uh, a week and a half ago, and then uh, a thing happened. A guy put a carrier, his carrier, up for decommission about a week ago, <clears throat> and since then. No one has been able to jump in to LFT nine two six with a fleet carrier, despite the fact that many people have filtered out as they've gotten their stuff and moved along, and it's gone from being a, a system that had over a hundred fleet carriers in it to a system that has now like twenty or less fleet carriers in it, and still, no one can get in. So yeah,
1: I, I tried just tonight trying to get
0: in, didn't work. <laughs> it's it's a little weird, um, but it's a situation where. I think it's being caused by a glitch or a bug that is tied to that carrier decom but it's just one of those things we'll have to see but Frontier has been definitely made aware of specifically that situation in 926 as well as other situations with fleet carriers not being able to jump into systems that they should sort of be able to jump into Um, so you know that's a thing Obviously, everybody's noticed livery bugs. There's weird things where your fleet carrier just can't keep, seem to hold on to its paint job for whatever reason. Uh, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's, they, they're they clearly aware of it. They're clearly looking at it. <clears throat> the Thargoid sites have been buggy as shit. Uh, Galnet News Digest did a phenomenal sort of coverage on it where they said, like, hey, Tharg has decided to help out people with COVID by having an open house normally you need this item to open the door but now they'll just open for anybody hilarious top-notch watherspoon is a fucking god um yeah so they're aware of all this in addition to that we're going to touch this very very carefully we're gonna because i don't we do not want to promote exploits on this show at all But there is a very well-known issue that people are having with regard to some shenanigans with low-temperature diamond mining and, well, any of the other mining, but low-temperature diamond is what you're going to do it with. And we'll just leave it at that. I will say this, though. I have personally spoken with Frontier about the matter. They are absolutely aware. I would expect that that little loophole is going to be closing Monday or Tuesday. It, 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 maybe you know sometimes you try a fix it doesn't work you need to try again who knows but get it while you can if you want to get it because i don't think it's going to be around for long so guys we, we we touched one two and issues one two and three off of the chart and i've just been rolling because uh i don't yeah. know keep on rolling see anything any input you want to get obviously a big salute by all of us to that english jet you 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 sir are a hero for finding the ltd four spot is cool in the sense that it's a four spot but more so that fat three is dope
2: yeah you know in in my opinion kai that that um just speaks to the fact and and i don't know if it's because of the re-roll with the fleet carrier launch or or what um it really just speaks to the fact that that you know um the possibility for these types of discoveries are out there um, I don't remember if pre-fleet carrier, uh, anything of that nature had been found. Uh, but the fact that, that people are finding these things really just speaks to, again, what we've talked about over and over again. That, you know, we're talking about a game that, that's, uh, by, by gaming years is becoming long in the tooth. Uh, it, and still yet it is, you know, there, there are things to be discovered, things to be found. Uh, and, and, uh, it's good to see the, the mining fiends out there, the mining addicts, as I'm now gonna start calling them,
0: uh, are, are finding these things. <laughs> right on man right on well said all right so let's keep it moving because we've got some meaty stuff to get to here topic number four on the agenda meeting arthur arthur told me the new cm he did a thursday night live stream i i told you guys last week he was going to do this thursday live stream before it was announced and he did i also told you that he had experience working for borderlands he did borderlands 3 FPS experience. He's done community management lead. He's taking over as the, the absolute sort of lead. He's taking over Will's position as Will transitions into a promotion of project, project management. And they haven't got into discussing that yet, but wink, wink, look for Will to be polishing up his Warhammer skills. That's all I'm saying. But, uh, <clears throat> but anyways, getting back to Arthur. Arthur seems like a cool dude. He's Captain Beard on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> he, uh, I don't know, man. He was it was good stuff on that stream. I was digging the energy. I was digging the the <clears throat> the stuff. He has been an elite player previous to this. He sort of, I think, sees our side of things and is uh, is uh, I don't know, man. He, I I I, I feel like. The, they're continuing the trend of moving, in the in the way of more engagement, and and I think there's going to be soon, very very soon. I can't talk about it details just yet, but very very soon there's going to be some good stuff to uh, to uh, get excited about. Uh, some some more more information coming, and and I think you're gonna you're gonna dig it. <clears throat> um, what, guys, what did you think of Art? Man, cool guy, right?
1: I think it's good to see uh, just the horsepower they're bringing to that whole team and, and yeah. the level of engagement in, in a game that, uh, as few as mentions is, is long in the tooth. They're definitely breathing new life into the whole community engagement.
0: And uh, don't get me wrong, I'm excited for Art because he seems cool. Uh, you guys know I love Bruce. Bruce is my guy. He, like, he comes and hangs out in the Discord and we go collecting mats and mining and just hanging out and chilling and talking. And Tim is is super, super awesome and is wonderful. And I cannot wait to sort of get to know him a little bit better. I've already had my sit down with Bruce. I've already had my sit down with Stephen. Sit down with Tim will be coming. And obviously, we're going for art as well. But I will say this. Stephen. Stephen Benedetti. Like, I, you know, you can look on a chart and it's like, oh, well, this person is above this person in this chart and that person is here and this person is there. As far as I'm concerned, man, Stephen is sort of... He is, like, underrated. He is the gold of this community management team as it pertains to Elite. Like, other people are working here and working there and doing whatever. Stephen, man, is just... I feel like right now he is the heart of the CM team for all things elite and is like, I just, I love that guy, man. He's, he's, he's good. The whole team I'm, I'm excited and, and I don't know, I'm gushing. I'm getting a little silly, so I'm going (laughs) to cut myself off, but like there, I I, dude, I'm digging where their team is going, man, for sure. All right. So the next topic on the agenda Changes in the Elite Week Discord I'm sure some people have seen it I've heard a lot of people say like Wow, this is exciting, this looks cool, that looks cool I've heard from some people that say Like, man, there's a lot going on there I was a little intimidated The point with the Elite Week Discord is I wanted to set it up And and Arson Cross hopped in And helped out with Sort of getting a lot of the technical stuff Sorted out If you look under the when people join now, it like pesters you. It's like, hey, you have to go to the airlock first and opt into stuff and tell us about you so that we know uh, that, uh, you know, how do I say? Like, oh, I'm a playstation player or oh i am a, a content creator or i want to get and like you set up so like hey, i want to get pinged for this i want to get pinged for that so that if you don't want to get pinged for stuff you don't get pinged but like oh i want to get updates on the dark wheel stuff or i want to get i want to know when there's new content that's put out with because we have a whole automated thing now under under <laughs> links share and promote Content feed. There's a content feed that literally pulls up <clears throat> whenever Downturn Astronomy posts a new thing, the Burr Pit posts a new thing, Mattias posts a new thing, the AXI does a debrief with uh, uh, Avassasiu, um, <clears throat> you know, Plater posts something, Guru951, uh, <clears throat> Alec Turner, you know, Commander Exegius. It pulls Cannon's tweets, uh, it, it's pulling. You know my tweets is pulling uh just obsidian ant uh down to earth i think i said already like it's just go i'm going through here and it's like man it's it's pulling all this stuff and setting it up as a sort of a one-stop repository for like here's all things elite in one spot go go check it out very handy we've got a special place where people can post just elite video links like if there's something that's not included in that list or whatever or if someone says hey man i want something that for engineering on whatever somebody can post a link to it we've got elite art elite uh not elite art a meme channel we've got david's channel which is literally i'm going through i didn't want that one to become like spam or filled with whatever so i'm I've got that channel locked. I'm the only one that can add to it. But if anyone else wants to add to that channel, it's literally a channel of just David Braven appearances, interviews, different talks that he's done over the years. And if you go to the uh, Elite Videos channel, Or if you go to elite chat or you go to off topic and you just post a David Braben like, Oh, you don't have this one. Here's a David Braben appearance or a talk or whatever. You can post it there and then ping me Kaizen and I will post it to the David's channel. I just don't want that to get overrun with discussions or topics or whatever. So it's just videos and it's just David Braben in that channel. We've got you know ship builds people link their ship builds we've got promote your thing where you can say like hey man i'm about to start streaming we've got all the different voice channels we've got a music room where you can play the jukebox and hang out with friends under turning the wheel project we have you know the standing orders the overview the frequently asked questions the text we've got stuff for people that want to sign up as hamsters the rabbit assault hamsters and get involved in doing special like black ops missions and counter bgs and whatnot we have a comms channel in there wing one and wing two and we have a looking for wing channel so you can post like hey man i'm gonna go do like um like uh what do you call it we're gonna go do wing trading or we're gonna go do Uh, a, you know, wing slaughter mission or whatever, and you can meet up with people and sort of, you know, go in there and do that. You know, news channel, announcements, there's all kinds of stuff with the Discord. But the best thing, what I like about the Discord is it's all very well organized, so it might look like when it's uncollapsed, it might look like, oh, there's way too much going on there. Collapse all the channels, and you'll see that it, it literally fits easily. On the one screen without having to scroll so collapse it all and then just go through and if there's channels that you're not interested at all if for some reason you just do not want to see the david braben stuff just mute that channel you don't get pinged with stuff unless you ask for it under the roles and you will get pinged for everything that you ask for. Like, hey man, I definitely wanna know when there's a news update, but I don't give a damn about the Dark Wheel stuff. Or hey, I definitely care about the Dark Wheel stuff, but I don't care at all about shipbuilds. Mute the channels you don't want and use the stuff you do and hopefully you guys will dig it. Uh Fee, Roy, what do you what do you guys you know, think about this? You
2: know, the, as the, you were the, talking uh, through that guy, my, my first impression is is, you know, when you started Elite Week overall, your <laughs> mission was to compile and 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 present everything that you had found related to the game in that week and and I think what you've done uh, with the enhancements to Discord is you've basically done the same thing you've now taken all those feeds from all the different content creators that we have in the community and you're now compiling them and automating them, presenting them through Discord to to those of us that, that are members, so I, I, I think it's definitely a good thing, uh, I, I just think you're, you're really starting to build and enhance on what you you originally set out to do uh, just with the Elite Week podcast
0: Alright on Roy, what do you think?
2: Yeah,
1: it's uh, it can look a little overwhelming uh, at <laughs> first, but it's you know, as you describe it all, it's well organized and uh, just takes a few minutes to find the stuff you want. And I, I really do like the feed channel. That's a handy one-stop shop.
0: I'm looking here in the feed channel and literally, you know, today, just today, we've got, starting off the day, we've got, you know, uh, Avassa did his AXI debrief, which is always amazing it's good stuff um then we've got from from um, <clears throat> we've got raxla theories by matthias matthias i think matthias the whisper in witch space top-notch stuff we got witch space news from uh commander burr the burr pit and we uh, obsidian amp put out an awesome thing a link dangerous the best places to visit wonders of the galaxy. And it doesn't say anything on here in the description, but I know cuz I played it. When you <clears throat> when you watch it, he talks about a whole group and he's like this is like part 1 of the series and part 2 we're going to have these other things. It's it's top notch and it's it's neat that he's doing sort of an overview of like hey, if you're new to the game here's some stuff to go check out here's some Thargoid sites here's some you know Guardian sites here's some like abandoned human sites like Inra bases and whatnot and it's 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 really really I think you know top-notch stuff so I'm I am uh, a I'm digging this, the, the fact that it just sort of, there's a fee, there's one-stop shopping that will bring you stuff that you didn't even know was out there, and hopefully you might be like, man, I never heard of this Matthias guy, or Matt, 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 Matt I, I probably pronounced his name wrong, but like, his, his content is phenomenal, so <clears throat> check it out. All right, so we covered that. Next is Fleet Carrier Decommissions. And I've heard this on a couple of different shows. I've heard this I said a couple of places like, man, there's a lot of, like, Lave touched on it. Uh, <clears throat> I think Guard Freak touched on it. There's been some people that are like, man, I've noticed a lot of fleet carriers de- getting decommissioned, whatever. And it's almost being said in the sense of, like, man, is this, is this showing that, like, fleet carriers just aren't good or fleet carriers aren't, like, whatever? And I got I a different take on it, man. I think that this is showing that it's working exactly as intended. <clears throat> Week one, 10,000 people went out and bought a fleet carrier, okay? And a lot of those 10,000 people had a very good use for their fleet carrier. They had a plan, they had a budget, they had all this stuff and they were like, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna do this, this, and this. And let's be honest, as as Burr said so perfectly on yesterday morning's Breakfast Club, somebody was asking him like, man, fleet carriers, is it is it hard, like paying you have to pay? How much do you have to pay? And he pulled up the email and he's like, yeah, Like mine, I have to pay like 11 million a week. His has less stuff. I got a, I got the full pretty much package uh, because I'm using it to support the Dark Wheel stuff. He's using it for a different use case. And in my very very highly inclusive package, where I got a ton of stuff, mine's like you know 21 million. But it's like he says flat out in, in in that that breakfast club, he was like, look. That's trivial, that's nothing. I can knock that out, and, and I can tell you for sure, man, I, you knock out many, many, many times that in a PlayStation session easily, depending on what you're doing. And yeah, it's not a problem. But getting back to the original point, why are so many fleet carriers getting decommissioned? Because it's working as intended. 10,000 people went out and bought one. Of those 10,000 people, a full third of them A full 3,333, roughly, give or take. Just bought it as a dick-waving exercise. They bought it because it's a new toy, and I want the new toy. They had no plan. They had no intents of using it for anything productive. They had no anything, and they were just like, I want it because it's new, and I'm rich, and I got it. And it's like, okay, cool. Enjoy it. And some of those 3,000-ish people, Over that time, we're like, hey, I have a use for it. I'm going to do this or do that. And they're going to keep theirs. But a lot of those, most of those 3,000-ish people are going to say, I played with the new toy for a week and now I'm bored and it's costing me money, so I'm going to get rid of it. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're decommissioning it. They're getting almost all of their money back. And now they can go off and do whatever the hell they want. They can go do... They're not tied to it. They're not... So the, the point that I'm making is, if <clears throat> there was no upkeep cost, all of those 3,000-ish fleet carriers that are getting decommissioned would just be clogging shit up for absolutely no purpose. The people that bought them didn't have a use form, didn't have a plan form, didn't have a budget form, or didn't intend to really put all that much whatever effort into the game and they fucked off to play another game or to go back to buckyball racing or to go back to mining but not whatever go back to doing bgs stuff and not needing a fleet carrier because they already have a fleet carrier for their group or go back to exploring and they don't need a fleet carrier because the dssa has them covered with the fleet carrier whatever but this is i think not highlighting a failure of the product but highlighting an actual like this is how it works if you have a use you use it and you pay for it if you don't have a use if you're gonna not play or you're gonna not whatever then perfect decommission it get your money back you win congratulations enjoy guys hop in here what do you think I,
1: you know, yeah, working is intended. I think it's fine. It, what, what would the alternative be, right? If if somehow it was uh, uh, some of the earlier iterations that were discussed about how decommissioning might work, uh, imagine the the uproar that would be happening if there was the same number of people who wanted out of it and then felt severely disadvantaged by trying to get out of it. Um, so you know, the fact that that isn't the 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 topic is is good news. And um, yeah, more parking for the rest of us.
2: Right, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm on the same mind. It's you know? it, it very much, you know, new shiny, new toys. Uh, the fat aspect is is starting to fade, and and I'm perfectly fine with with those people that decided to to get their their credits back uh, and to go back to the way they played it, uh, like like you just said, Roy, more parking for us, less congestion in those systems where where a fleet carrier may want to be uh and and uh you know i i think i think it will actually ebb and flow over time you know you will now have people that didn't have the credits for it um before uh they dropped that that are still trying to to make that that push uh, especially with everything that we already talked about with mining, uh, and they will they will still you know rush out and, and get their mm-hmm. fleet carriers, but it, it won't be that big push, that big that big surge that we already saw uh, with that we're starting to, starting to see taper off now. So I, I think it's good. I, I don't have any complaints about the decommissioning surge. Uh, again, I think it's organic. I think this is just the way that games uh, and and the way this type of thing happens when 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 a new feature, new toy comes out. It's it's a fad, you know. We we'd all we'd all still be right wearing uh, leg warmers and carrying trapper keepers if, if a fad never went away, right? Maybe I'm
0: just aging myself. Wait. Are you saying that there was a time no, where no, no. you I were was, wearing I was actually leg I was thinking about thing?
2: you. I was thinking about you, Kai. <laughs> um, I, 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 I saw that one picture. Well, I rocked now that, that you've, uh, boy. You have know, you've, you've opened the kimono with with some of this Elite, elite Week stuff, you know. I'm uh, I'm digging up some pictures.
0: Hey, look. Hey, look. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right. Twenty dollars is twenty dollars. I respect your life me. choices. All right. So getting back, getting back to the point here. Okay. So yeah, it's I, it, I, like I said. I think it highlights exactly not a failure of the system, but the, a strength of the system and how it organically the the people that have a use will get it and use it, and the people that don't will move on and they get their money back. So. Yeah, nobody loses. All right. The next item on the agenda, we're going to keep it moving along because we've got some deep stuff to get into here. The next item is the Dark Wheel update. So for anybody who is sort of halfway paying attention or hasn't sort of kept up with it, let me just let you know that the Dark Wheel (laughs) had a historic uh, sort of event last week where we took over... Uh, Meredith City and that was the first time that the Dark Wheel had uh, sort of ruled a a system I think in forever uh, because even though it had expanded out of Shinrata Shinrata is locked that with 0% influence the Pilots' Federation rules that system and owns it and cannot not own it even with 0% influence influence so getting back to it like i said we took over meredith last week and this week specifically today we hit over 76 percent influence in lft 926 which means because of a bug this was a bug one of the bugs that we talked about just a minute ago that was introduced at the fleet carrier patch uh, and that will maybe, hopefully, get addressed next next week in the in the in the uh, update patch, the point two update patch. Uh, one of the bugs has caused a weird thing with BGS where normally you hit over seventy five percent and you go immediately into pending expansion. Since this bug got introduced a couple weeks ago, you hit over seventy five percent, and the next tick you go into pending expansion. You have one tick of just, meh, you're just waiting because I don't know, bugs, the bugs. And so that's where we're at. But the fact of the matter is, is we're not at 75%. We're not at almost 75%. We are over 76%. We absolutely will expand tomorrow on the tick or sorry. We will pay, We'll go into pending expansion tomorrow on the tick and then you wait out the whatever it is five days whatever uh seven days there's a variable in there where it goes pending expansion then it goes expansion then it locks we're going through the process but the fact of the matter is is for those people that have said like oh you can't expand the dark wheel out of lft926 it won't happen fdev has locks in there to stop you from getting to 75 percent yeah we already did it Well, I won't. Okay, cool. Tomorrow, when we hit pending expansion, then I'll rub your nose and shit because you're just wrong. All of the people that quote unquote know things that they don't know, they're just, they heard it somewhere, they're parroting it, they're being arrogant, and they're not uh, having their mind open to the fact that it could happen, it could not happen, whatever. Those people are going to get a rude awakening tomorrow. And I'm betting on it enough to say this. Uh, Because if it doesn't happen tomorrow, then I'm going to look like an idiot and I'll have to retract and eat my words and go, okay, well, apparently the dark will can't do shit and come up with a new project. But that's the point of an experiment. You test it. You have a theory. You test it. You see what happens. And when something happens that shocks people, then you celebrate. And when you get data that sort of... Uh, shows a failure or shows a, okay, this did not have X result, then you move on and you you go on. But I'll say that if if it was locked that we couldn't get over, you know, we couldn't expand, it probably would have been locked in a way that it would have had sort of, it would have been fighting us harder and harder and stopping us from getting over 75%. We already did that. If it was a situation where um, if it was a situation where we could get there but it just wouldn't go into pending expansion, I don't think Frontier would have done a live stream last week and told people, like, Yeah, we encourage you to give it, you know, get involved. It's awesome. They, I think they would have yeah. said something. And looking at the screen, yes, I absolutely see that that gas giant is cut it, like it's a kind of freaking a freaking me out, dude.
2: I have been playing in this hasrid for a very long time <laughs> and I've never noticed those eyes. All of a sudden
0: I'm freaked out. <laughs> yeah maybe well you were so never streaming before so that gas <laughs> shine is watching you now for the first time <clears throat> alright so next item on the agenda oh do you guys have anything on the dark wheel sorry I just hopped past there
1: uh, I, I'm i super excited to see this, this go Uh, you know after this next tick there there is all kinds of weirdness still going on not just in the dark wheel but you know I'm also uh, working on loose screws uh, BGS mm-hmm. and there's there's all kinds of uh, I, I don't have any deep insights on it, but just to observe that um, there's all kinds of things that are still happening at odd times or early or later than they're supposed to. So uh, right. whatever, whatever I don't know if it's just bugs uh, and or because the whole BGS system is so incredibly complex with, you know, feedback loops within <laughs> feedback loops, it just may be that it, the system is sort of pseudo chaotic and it takes some time to, you know, function as normal after it gets a major interruption. Mm. So, exciting stuff though. Super exciting and I'm I'm super happy for everybody that's been helping out to see, you know, some tangible things happen here. Right on. on top of the tangible things that have already yeah, happened, I, this yeah, is a big I one.
2: Have only been watching see? from the outside, but uh, you know, I'll I'll go ahead and, and again echo Roy and, and say that it's good to see that things are are moving in the right direction. Uh uh Kai for your sake, I hope you don't have to eat your words. I hope things pan out the way that you expect them. Uh, and And uh, you know everything with what you guys are doing with the effort uh, actually you know does exactly what what uh, you are hoping that it does. So it's uh, again, like Roy said it's it's exciting to see this all come together.
0: Well, here's the thing, man. even if I end up having to eat my words, that's still a result. It's, it's an experiment. we found a thing and you know I'll be bummed, but it'll be a still okay, it's a step. Science, the the whole process of experimentation and the scientific method is one of crossing things off the list till you get to the point of a success. And every failure takes you one step closer to success. Now, speaking on Roy's point that he just made about BGS weirdness, let's that brings us segues beautifully into our next topic, which is can an interstellar put out a tweet that is uh, Interesting this week, <clears throat> Canon and a giant star. Canon minor faction is, as of today, the only faction present in 34 Omicron Cephi, Cephei, C-E-P-H-E-I. <clears throat> All other factions retreated from the system. Something deemed impossible for years, a system with only one minor faction, is a very, very rare case. Just known from a few hand-picked systems. Um, <clears throat> 34 Omicron Cephei is also a giant G star visible from Earth with the naked eye. It got its name by John Bayer in 1603, and its binary was discovered by Struve in 1832. Um, so <clears throat> that is interesting. So basically, I believe it was three, it was so they were in a system with three other minor factions, all uh, non uh what do you call it non uh, native factions <clears throat> um all three i believe were non-player factions and what happened was on a particular day right all three of the other factions at the exact same time said well we're under two and a half percent or under two percent whatever the, the the technical exact number is and <clears throat> there are four factions in this system. And since there are four factions in this system and we're under the two percent threshold or whatever, two and a half percent threshold, <clears throat> we're going to go into pending retreat. And they all went into retreat at the exact if if it had happened that like you know the two had gone one day and the last one had gone, I think that last one would have refused to retreat because it would have said, oh, I'm gonna leave a system with just one faction in it but because they all went at the exact same time, like each one, like, so you had A, B, C, and D. A is canon, and they're like, we're good. We got all the inf, we got all the influence. Uh, uh, B was, you know, random faction that said, okay, well, there's A, C, and D when I leave, so I can go. C was random faction that said, well, there's A, B, and D when I leave, so I can go. And D, Random Faction said there's A, B, and C when I leave so I can go, but all three of them just fucked off at the exact same day, which left just canon alone in the system. This highlights some of the oddities and weirdness of what's been going on with, with the BGS.
2: What are, yeah, I mean, guys, That, that, what, that this was is my crazy first reaction shit, as what well. You, think?
0: you know, when I, I saw when that got posted
2: and I went out and read the Twitter post and, and everything else that was around it. There wasn't a lot of substance there, there wasn't a lot of information. Uh, and and it was really hard to put the pieces together, but that yeah. kind of was my first impression as well, is this, if anything, speaks to the fact of, of what we were just talking about with, with uh you know uh, the dark wheel and, and that's just the whole um, piece around um, the the BGS being wonky, right? There, there's something that's just not right here. Uh, playing the odds, playing the numbers, trying to put together all the facts like you just talked through. Is it really possible for that to have happened? It's hard to say. Um, I'm I'm thinking that these guys just found something that's that's wonky, um, and it's probably going to get fixed at some point.
0: Hmm. Right?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's it's like there's a giant momentum of uh, influence energy uh, bouncing around the BGS right now, and it's just raw numbers, right? With that many systems and in, involved, uh, you, I think we're starting to see some some extremes, some things happening that it just there wasn't uh, things were too stable for perhaps, and and now we're just seeing all these outliers.
0: Mm. So I will say another thing that that has sort of come up. Um... <clears throat> How do I okay? Well, we're just gonna announce it here. This is this is the grand debut announcement of this. That this is a thing that has happened. It's not a it's a thing that has been discussed as a possibility before. But I'm announcing it here and now, and it's going up on the forums later tonight. Uh, we have made the decision uh, to change phase two of the program. Phase one is still going to be to expand towards Earth, solar system. Phase 2 was lathe. Phase 2 is being redirected to LFT-509 for obvious reasons. Um, <clears throat> you know, I just look it up if you have any questions. But basically, LFT-509 is the permit lock system that we have good reason to believe or suspect is the actual home of the Dark Wheel faction. So LFT-509 is where we're going to aim for Phase 2 and Phase 3 is going to be lave now, <clears throat> and then we're going to adjust and sort of look at what we're doing after phase three, whether phase four will just be the general undirected expansion or phase four will be um, sort of, you know, heading towards Robigo with with uh, phase five being general undirected expansion. But the fact of the matter is, is that is sort of a long ways down the road. Phase one and phase two are <clears throat> what are much more sort of close to what we're working on and what we can see in the immediate, like before we get to the horizon phase three and four is, is, is farther back. So <clears throat> this is, but I mean, this is not, you know, this is a, an exciting change, but the, uh, on the original point of the whole sort of BGS weirdness, this is not something that we are experiencing alone. Uh, you know, operation IDA, has had big swings canon has had swings the hunting truckers have had weird crazy expansions uh axi have had some systems that they're just fluctuating you know wildly as mgram is saying in in the chat it's it's all over the place and some of this might be um Some of this might be a bug, some of this might be a feature. Literally, we don't know yet, and we haven't kind of got our arms around it. But as we see further sort of adjustments that are made uh, with patches or whatnot, and things sort of hopefully start to settle down in one way or another, it may be that some of this or all of this was a bug it may be that some of this was intentional. They wanted to shake some things up, but maybe it shook up a little in ways that, you know, it, it rippled in ways that they had not anticipated or whatnot. But, well, I mean, we'll see, but it's, it's definitely exciting times for people that are BGS players. It's definitely exciting and or terror, if, you know, terrorizing and or <laughs> like confusing times. Yeah. I've got in in the BGS planning room we've had some discussions that have gone on where they're like okay there's 47 possible permutations and then like another change comes to light it's like okay now there's 2847 possible permutations like whoa okay that's that's a thing that just happened so we're playing through the exciting thing is that the consistent thing is man the dark wheel is getting it done i'm so happy and so proud and so thankful to all of the people out there that are helping out with all that stuff but as as the canon situation sort of highlights there's some there's some some weird shit going on and you know it's it's whatever um speaking of exciting changes this week saw the addition to the newest english-speaking uh elite dangerous podcast out there flight assist podcast now flight assist is a co-venture a a a collaboration project of commanders psychic and mal for the win and um, they put out episode one and two on monday night and episode one was psychic and episode two was mal for the win and this was sort of Episode one and two were kind of a little different. They weren't really like episode episodes in the sense of like <clears throat> what they're going to be doing, as I, as I understand it, is sort of interviewing people each week. And episode one and two was, you know, Mal interviewing Psychic, and then Psychic interviewing episode two was Psychic interviewing Mal. And they, it, it was sort of a kind of an introductory uh, uh, interviews of each other. And then episode three, which will start, <clears throat> uh, which will drop Monday, uh, so in three days, will be the first one where it's like the two of them sort of together interviewing a third party. And they're going to go through the community and and do great things, I'm sure, man. Uh, episodes one and two were great. I, I, I very much enjoyed them. Guys, what did you think? And and jo- join me in giving a big warm welcome to, to Mal for the win and Psychit.
1: Yeah, congratulations to both. It's uh, the more the merrier. Uh, one one more great thing happening. It's uh, you know injecting more and more uh, excitement. Yeah, in life I uh, unfortunately only caught
2: uh, episode one of two, not two of two as well. Uh, but but you know it's good to hear some folks that uh, like like Roy just said again uh, have been playing the game and and now are are. Uh, jumping into the the uh, content creation pool uh mal and psychic both sound like they've they've got some good experience and and uh you know can uh really contribute to to this community that continues to grow again you know we've got a game here that's long in the tooth and yet we still have people uh like these guys that that are stepping up and creating content and and increasing the experience and enjoy enjoyment for for those of us that are that are playing the game so i i think it's it's great
0: right on and just to clarify in case there's any confusion uh they're definitely they they're sort of pillars of the community in the content creation pool as far as that you know they've both been you know massively possible uh uh, popular streamers for quite some time with with the lead dangerous but they're starting jumping into the podcast pool so like I just wanted to clarify that in case somebody was like, "What you're saying, they're new?" No, obviously, Fee, Roy, all of us, me, we all know that they've been around for forever as yes. streamers. Sorry, sorry if I
2: if I if I made it sound that way. That's that's exactly what it meant. We're
0: excited. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh no no no! I get it. No, I get it. I just wanted to clarify before people are like, "Man, he's never even heard of them." It's like, no, he's heard of them. We we all know who they are. They're 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 both amazing. They're both great people. All right, <clears throat> next item on the agenda: the Steam Summer Sale. I, dude, you can get elite for cheap. Seems like you can, kind of always get elite for cheap. Like, uh, <laughs> to, I, maybe it's just me and my like my how my brain sort of records the passage of time, but it seems like every other month it's like ah oh, steam's on you know elite's on sale on steam for you know the next week or 3 days or 2 2 days or 6 days or 2 weeks it's like it's there it's go if you need a second account go get it if you want to buy three or four accounts and then hand them out to friends and be like yo play this game check this out go get it but if you're going to buy the cheap accounts <clears throat> and hand them out for friends you have a duty cuz steam has a or not steam elite has a crazy steep learning curve and if you get past the curve i can tell you so many of my friends i i try to get them in and it's like um it it, it it's like if you get them to the point where they can like land <laughs> that's a hard that's a hard nut for some brand new players to crack man and like once you get them to that point where it's like okay i can do a couple things then they can kind of start, but like really, really, if you get somebody into this, be that sort of, don't just, you know, say, okay, well, you know, here's your ticket and your passport, bon voyage, like be their guide, help them, help them get started. It it, it will vastly increase the chance that they stick around. In fact, hilariously in the flight assist podcast uh, where, you know, Mal for the wind was interviewing psychic they talk about that to a good extent a really good extent psychic was talking about how you know <clears throat> her her you know she had multiple people that were very very close friends that were like <clears throat> uh sort of helping her and guiding her uh through the process of of things and yeah man it's 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 big and it's good and so go get it on Steam, on sale. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, you know, uh, I have, have yet
2: to purchase um, a, a second copy of the game f- as, for an alt account. Uh, as I just mentioned in the chat, I really don't want to take time away from my existing account uh, to, to do some of that grind all over again. I really don't have a purpose for that. But what I have done is is I've pushed, like you just <laughs> mentioned, Kai, uh, friends and family uh, who might be interested to to jump in you know my my own son uh, he's he's picked himself up in x52 he's got a copy of the game. Uh, and, and he is now recruiting his, his own band of malcontents, uh, that, that he has within his own circle to also jump in and play. So I, I see the, the formation of a younger, younger generation or a younger squad of elite players happening there. Uh, and, and I'm doing exactly what you absolutely said. And I, and I wholeheartedly agree. Um, mentorship is, is definitely required for this game because you cannot say, okay, here's, here's the game. Here's the keyboard. Here's the mouse. Here's your, your Xbox controller or even a, a HOTUS if you've got it. Uh, have fun, figure it out, do the tutorial missions, you've got to provide some guidance. You, you know, on the PC side, you've got to help them understand the benefits of Anara and, and all these other tools. You you really have to help people to, to get up to speed so they can truly enjoy the game or else they're going to get overwhelmed very quickly um, and, and they're going to go back to whatever it was they were playing before.
0: Well said. Well said. All right. So... That brings us to the next topic, which is the last of our short topics. And then we're going to get into the discussion topics. So the next one is the East India Trading Company has swapped. They are now accepting Tritium for payment instead of Imperial Slaves, which was the method that they used before. Which, Okay, number one, that's interesting and exciting because Tritium is, for the first time, you know a, a a player usable commodity that it's not you're not just taking it for arbitrage you're taking it for the purpose of having a use for it <clears throat> they can you know resell it on a market they can use it for their ships that's awesome also <clears throat> who are we kidding here let's also address the fact that it's just way less icky to say like i bought this with slate like i don't i i get it Number one, this is a video game. This isn't real life. Number two, this is imperial slaves. This is not like the slavery that we've dealt with in America or, or whatever through the history on earth. This is a whole different system, yada, yada, yada. Say it however you like. I get it. I respect it. I acknowledge it. And still, I say the idea of sort of slavery makes me uncomfortable. I don't dig it. It's a bummer. It's not cool. I'm not in favor. So like this is awesome. They're, they're they're taking tritium, which is like yeah. Let's get rid. Re- let's let's get off of. I, I get the slave thing as far as lore and 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 in the story, but for player groups, yeah, it's good to good to get away from that. I think, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, yeah.
2: I'm I'm good one of the players me. that, that uh, actually. Kind of like you said, that avoids the fundamental aspects of of the imperial systems, the the slave trade. Uh, I have not grinded, ground. I I, how do we say that? I, I have not ground uh, the imperial uh, uh, sequence <laughs> at this point yet uh, to get that cutter, uh, uh, because of I, I don't want to deal uh, with with the slave trade, even though it's mm. only a video game. Uh, it's just something ethically that that bothers me, uh, even though it's only a video game. So I've avoided it. So yeah, it's it's good to see. Uh these guys are switching to tritium. I I think there's obviously some benefits there. Again, taking advantage of, of this new benefit we have within this player economy to, to trade a commodity that's that's useful for everybody.
0: Well, real quick I just want to point out, Fee, you can grind um your yeah, Empire rep. Without I just haven't in been over any any doing anything to, uh, with slaves. To,
2: to try it yet. But you know, it's just one of those things. First impressions. You know, oh, icky, icky Imperial slaves.
0: Sure, sure, I get you. Yeah, no, I get you. But like, you can just run data delivery missions and not have anything to do with that. So get that cutter, man, because it's shit hot. And but yes, we're all in favor of not being involved in the slave trade. I think. So all right, now we're gonna get to our discussion topics for the night. We've we've got four of them, and these are going to be meaty, so let's get into it. Topic number one. Gold rushes are great, but where's the rush? What does this mean? Well, I like the idea of having... People are like, oh, the problem with the lead is, you know, you got these gold rushes and blah, blah, blah. I disagree. I think a gold rush is an awesome thing for a game. It adds excitement. It adds like it should add extra danger. It should add a, you know, taking people out of their element. They're moving you to a new thing. You're, you're, you're having to <clears throat> dive into a new aspect or a new way or a new uh, target of what you're looking for, what you're dealing with, what you're working with. <clears throat> the gold rush in, in, in America, you know, that just drew people from the East Coast out West. It, it, it was travel. It was excitement. It was danger. It was all of these things that are sometimes maybe less than ideal for real life situations, but are fucking perfect for a video game. It's, 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 it's romance, it's danger. It's, it's, you know, it's just exciting. It's great shit where there is a problem is if you have a gold rush, say for <clears throat> pay night that lasts for a year, which then gets replaced by a gold rush for, low temperature diamonds that last six months or nine months or however long it's going to last before it goes and (laughs) then you end up with you know a dozen content creators putting out their variation of the same guide of do x go to baran go to a2 go to this spot do this do that do the other and do that until your eyeballs bleed for the next six months. We'll see you when they adjust it. That's where it gets boring. That's where it kind of gets shitty. And <clears throat> what I would love to see, and what I'm what I'm promoting the idea of, and I hope catches on and people uh, sort of support, is number one, <clears throat> I would like gold rushes to vary within the modality. IE <clears throat> this week like if you they have a system created and they actually sort of in the January mining nerf quote unquote <clears throat> they just changed it they 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 nerfed void opals they nerfed painite they nerfed uh well actually and then they artificially sort of left low temperature diamonds unnerfed and I kind of get it because it was a situation of (laughs) it it was a situation of like well we don't want to take away everybody's methods of making money right before we release fleet carriers people are trying to grind it out okay fine whatever but fleet carriers are out I would love to see low temperature diamonds get nerfed into the rest of the group but then and and hear me out because i know some people are going to be like no i'm gonna kill you you're taking away my money wait 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 nerf low temperature diamonds in line with the other things but then have a new system that is dynamic that it looks and says okay for the last week we had ninety thousand tons of or 900,000 I don't even know the scale or whatever. We had 900,000 tons of low-temperature diamonds sold. So now the market is going to say, fuck you, we're flooded with low-temperature diamonds. We're not paying dog shit for low-temperature diamonds. Here, have this little, little, little whatever. <clears throat> but by the same token, it looks back and said, man, we had three tons of bandituites sold for some God-knows-why reason. And then the market, like, okay, now the market says... We need Benditoite because our widgets are made out of Benditoite, and we, we've run out. We have zero Benditoite in the market. Oh, we're going to pay a massive amount. We're going to pay 1.6 mil. We're going to pay Void Opal prices for Benditoite. And then everyone like sort of logs on for the week, and they look, okay, what's the – holy shit. Do you see how much they're paying for Benditoite? I've never mined away Where the hell do I even go for that? What is that surface mine? Is that core? Is that laser? Uh, is it uh, ice spots? Is that rocky rings? We, oh. So then you have to go and you have to look it up and you have to find a spot and then it search You know, it sends. You, you saw, everyone saw, in 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 when the fleet carrier patch landed, within like eight hours, they had found two triple low temperature diamond spots. It's been two weeks in a game that has 400 plus billion stars and we found already a quad ltd spot and a triple a fat triple that's just sexy as fuck like if it was dynamic truly where one week it sends you out and like alexandrite is the spot and the next week oh my god Void opals are the thing. And the next week, oh, my God, Serendipidite is the thing. And the next week, oh, Alexandrite again. And oh, shit, now it's Void opals again. And oh, now it's if it was jumping around, it would cause every week or or two would be a whole new actual gold rush of people going all over the galaxy to find this shit. And like sort of. Instead of having one guide for like, okay, here's the money making guide. Step one, go to this location. Step two, mine low temperature diamonds until you want to kill yourself. Step three, profit. It would be like, man, I've got 47 guides out. Here's my Alexandrite guide. Here's my Serendipidite guide. Here's my Painite guide. Here's my Void Opal guide. And all everybody would have their own little fishing spots of like, Ooh, this is my super secret, you know, whatever. And that hasn't really got out yet this is the best place for, you know, this thing or that thing. I think that that would be phenomenal instead of, cause right now, as I think it was, uh, <clears throat> I think on Lave Radio, I think it was Mac Winston that said it perfectly. He summed it up. He said, it's not a gold rush. It's a gold saunter. And M Graham, as he said it, it isn't a gold rush anymore. It's just the new meta. And that's what I, I want to kill the metas. And I want to replace it with actual gold, like a real, for realsies gold rush of like, you actually have to get out there and figure it out and have a plan and know that if you have the spot, if you have the absolute best uh, void opal spot, you better make hay while the sun shines because it's gone in a week and now it's going to be something else. Or even maybe, you know, if they did it by the week, that would be awesome. They could even maybe do it by the day. They could have it tick to tick. Like, you know, I think it would be it would be really 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 good if they could change that and also while we're at it since we're looking at changing things up for you know for elite dangerous odyssey i would also love if sometimes the gold rush meta wasn't mining maybe 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 three quarters of the time or half the time the gold rush could be mining because i get it that that's a thing where okay they want to put effort into or whatever but maybe sometimes the gold rush could be passenger sightseeing missions or the other, the next time a gold rush could be like, oh man, there's some festival going on. Or if you look at blah, 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 right now, it's just these rare goods, you can get these rares, it's crazy. Or like, oh my God, right now, trucking is, the, oh my God, right now, AXI or oh bounty hunting or conflict zones. I think there could be neat opportunities to, even if you leave the meta as half of the time mining is king but then vary it up within that modality to say that there's you know 50 different possible things you could go at for mining it could also be a situation of like man today or this week combat is a big feature or this week exploration is a big feature or whatever All right. I've said a lot of stuff and covered a lot of ideas. How about we start with fee this time, hop in and and get in on this and then
2: Roy take over. The way that I'm looking at this is, is kind of at that, that higher view guy that you just touched on, which is looking beyond mining, right? I personally, um, I got to say I'm, I'm, Pretty much burnt out from mining because of the the gold rush, because of the 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 I don't want to call it forced min maxing, but but the the forced min maxing that we all are are compelled to do when when we when we know that that LTDs or voidables or painite or whatever it is uh, is the hot commodity. We all find out from Anara or or whatever we use to to you know identify that one location, and then we all get into solo mode and we do our mining and and that's the way it worked. I I would love to see some some change happen there. I would love to see some variability, like you say, where different minerals or or different um, things within mining uh, uh, vary from from week to week, tick to tick, whatever that dynamic is. Uh, But it would even be nice to see, like you said, uh, things move beyond that, uh, and I'm about to do the loop of shame. Um, it It would be nice to see uh, some some variability beyond mining, uh, and and see some you know gold rushes related to changes like, like you just touched on. I I, th- I think that's a great idea. You know I'm I'm uh, I, I I know I joked in the pre-show about a, a gold rush for bio waste, but you know just seeing something related to areas of trade or passenger missions or uh, you know even combat. You know it, somehow and you know even going back to, to when we were talking about the uh, dark wheel stuff and and the the wonkiness with bgs and and it got me thinking about what if, what if there's a layer of the game that uh frontier is getting ready to overlay that we have not seen yet that is causing this wonkiness um the mechanics are there the the changes are there but we don't know why so we just say oh it's a bug um What if there's something that's going to happen? You know, we can even talk about Thargoids uh, that that is going to influence this stuff. What what if that could also drive some sort of new uh, gold rush mechanic related to, you know, guardian modules or, or what have you? Uh, you know, just just seeing how how again the variableness of this game uh, mm. can go beyond mining. I, I, again, I'm I'm burnt out of mining. I'm I'm tired of of really hearing about it. Uh, but you know, I, I don't want to be too salty about it. I'm just saying, is is you know, there's so much more to this game that 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 people should be enjoying uh, beyond just
0: min-maxing LTD hotspots. Well, before fee- before sorry, Roy jumps in. Here's what I got to say. I think there's a, about an 80 to 90% chance that it's just a bug that we're dealing with with regard to the BGS stuff. But I want to toast your optimism, my friend. Boy, because somebody hasn't told me I'm adorable. adorable in a really long time. All right. Gonna, now, I'm go upstairs having said later that, i tell my and,
2: wife that somebody called me adorable tonight. She's And she's going to get jealous.
0: Yeah. There you go. Mm. So, having said that, and crock uh, popped a, a cold one. I'm going to hand it over to Roy.
1: Yeah. So uh, some some very interesting ideas there. Um, one thing I was thinking of, even as you were just uh, talking there, Fee, is one of the big differences, if we just broadly compare Elite to um, uh, other large multiplayer games, uh, is the way the BGS makes things happen, and. When I look at a lot of other games, they have to um, manually create uh, cadence. And what I, what I mean by that is new things to do every three months or four months because there's a new incentive or a new meta. And um, some of them do that with, like, seasons. Um, some of them do it with new areas of a game that open up or, or new currencies or other things. Um and, and one of the things I wonder about is, um, and, and it kind of ties into this idea of, is is FDev looking to do something new with the EGS, or is this just a bug? Is w- whether you're talking about what's the meta, or um, what, you know how do you balance fun versus credits versus challenge? Um, is it FDev's intention that ultimately these things will be driven by? the bgs in a kind of semi semi semi-autonomous way or is it more that um it's almost unknowable how to make that thing go in a way that is predictable um and so they would have to instead make this cadence happen with things like uh you know intentionally uh intervening to uh create gold rushes or intentionally driving um Seasons with narrative or community goals or, or things like that. Um, the the BGS I think doesn't sometimes get the credit it deserves in terms of how just how massive and complex a gaming system that is within within Elite, as compared to other games where a lot of people get together and have fun in a sandbox. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm that's that's where my mind goes is you know what are they trying to do here is it is it that eventually the BGS will be uh, tuned enough that they can uh, you know, let things let things run on their own, so to speak, with minimal intervention. Or is it more is it more that it'll never be like that? Uh, it's just too complex, um, and they have to keep intervening to to make make new things fun and not hmm. have things get stale. Huh.
0: So. Yeah, I, whew, I. <sighs> there's a lot there, man. There's a lot of possibilities. And we're just gonna have to see which way some of it, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you have ideas where it's like, oh, the I think the answer is this, or I think the answer is that. But then it's like, oh, am I setting myself up for like, just, you know, um, setting myself down a path of like, oh, this is nice. And this is nice. And then it doesn't happen. But It's it's like, there's so many possibilities.
1: Well, it's it's like how much I think everyone can agree that there should be some balance with people choosing different ways to play the game and still mm-hmm. having fun and not being severely disadvantaged when it comes to getting into other parts of the game, say buying ships or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that that you know that that's a known need, I think. Um, but it it just goes back to how much of this, how much of this is should there be a you know a staff of people at FDev turning knobs versus um, having the game be be set up to to be set up to run on its own you know um i I I, often wonder i I, I wonder if we're playing the game the way we're quote unquote
0: supposed to you know I, i really i think the idea of having them turn knobs is is sort of the the i think the ideal situation is more on the nature of they set up the system and then it 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 works it it you know, does its own thing. I think anything that is set up where you're requiring... First off, the, these knobs don't exist. These knobs that everybody's been talking about for the last week or two, they, they don't exist. But if they did exist, it would still be a situation where you don't want monkeys going in there and twisting them. You want to set up a complex matrix that seeks out equilibrium. When it finds too much of A, it leans towards B, and... <clears throat> and 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 sort of is self-balancing so to speak at that if, i don't know if that makes sense or whatever but yeah it, it, you definitely need to get it towards the uh, toward aim towards the concept i believe of 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 procedural generation finding a balance finding a, a sort of a matrix that works for it
1: but well, and- go ahead I was going to say, in my mind, it's not even so much a balance. It's if what you're trying to do is create interesting and new things that are worthwhile Hmm. at some frequency. um, Mm -hmm. You know, maybe maybe certain things changing weekly is good. Maybe too many things changing weekly is too much chaos. But maybe all that is needed is to make the BGS a little less stable. And maybe see? that's what we've seen. See, now you're Even was unintentional see? We'll see what's going on here. Uh, with with fleet carriers. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> no, adorable. I'm not saying it was by, look, d- don't attribute to a grand <laughs> plan. What could just be a, you know, uh, oops kind of thing. Right. But it, I it still is an think interesting you adorable concept, just like um, okay. that. That just having this sort of massive change, <laughs> just, uh, just by having this massive sort of shock. Like, I, I would say what we're in right now is like a BGS storm. Mm. Right. and 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 it and it's because there was all that energy put into the into the system it was it sort of pushed off balance and now it's it's really wobbly and and if that is done in a good way that can be generated yeah, and and thing.
2: just real quick I, uh, Allison I in the chat, 100% she's she's 100%. mentioning how the BGS could actually generate gold rushes and mm-hmm. and I think I touched on this I, I don't remember if it was in the pre-show I don't remember if it was in Discord chat during the week but but you know just kind of <laughs> Enhancing the, 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 the way that the game, um, you know the, the 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 different variables in the game using the bgs and and have, having a gold rush occur based on you know a, like even going back to the to the the dark wheel stuff right you know what what if you guys can actually influence a a, a gold rush to occur um as you are as you're pushing influence and and reputation uh with with what you're doing in the dark wheel you know that that would be pretty wicked too uh just you know thinking about that how again pulling the player community together for for a, another level of, of BGS uh, that actually drives the economy as well would, would be pretty, pretty, pretty wicked.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to introduce a new topic or, sorry, a new segment to the show, which is community feedback. The community feedback questions are going to be questions we sort of ask every week and you can Respond to them by joining the Elite Week Discord. It'll be in the show notes of both the. Uh, right now, the stream is going live, so it doesn't have the notes up. But about an hour or less after we're, we're done with the stream, it'll have the show notes. Uh, it'll be there's a channel in the Discord under. Da da. da, da. I'm looking right here. If you go under general chat or general text and then go down you'll see a little calendar icon and it says community feedback uh, community feedback of the week so you can uh, you can go in there and you can type your responses but basically every week or you can put it in the comment section of of the YouTube video and I'm going to pull up YouTube video comment section we're going to aggregate The community feedback and we're going to pick out ones to read out on air uh and to discuss on next week's show but the very first question of the community feedback and there's going to be three tonight is your thoughts on balancing for dynamic gold rushes? so all of the people that are in the chat right now that are having their say and all those people that are listening on the podcast or listening on the youtube version of this or whatever during the week What are your thoughts on this topic of how can, what cool ways can Frontier have some sort of dynamic gold rush balancing? Or you might say like, nah, screw you. I like it how it is. I want to just mine low temperature diamonds for the next year. Like that's a valid answer if that's how you feel. There's no, there's no, nobody can tell you you're wrong to feel how you feel. So I think hopefully, I hope. A lot of people will agree with me that it would be better if it was sort of more dynamic and more changing. And and if that's the case, tell me how you think it could be a good way of doing that. All right. So that brings us to the next topic on the list. Discussion topic two, which is open threads. So what do we not know that we know? And I'm going to start off with the very first example. <clears throat> you know, a week ago, we had the, the Vitadine Nanomeds, uh, well, two weeks ago, uh, the same day that the F- Fleet Carrier patch dropped. Vitadine Nanomeds were, were, were added to the game as a, uh, as a rare good. It's a new, recent, it's the most recent Galnet article. It's the only one that we've had going back to January. Um, January, we had that one where they renamed the Pleiades uh, systems or the couple of systems in the Pleiades. But um, let's let's, you know, examining that, as I already stated on last week's show, and as I already stated, actually, when it first came in, like, if you look at it, what's the point of like, why are they adding this now? Well, we've got Elite Feet just around the corner and in first-person shooter games basically <clears throat> you normally have those situations where you're running around you're shooting people and then you break some crates and in a crate you find some ammo and in another crate you find a a uh you know health pack or uh you know if you're playing an mmo or whatever you know some kind of like more world of warcraft thing, you got you know health potions stamina potions whatever i think sort of I think David Braben would look at the idea of health potions in a thing and and and, and want to vomit and say like, dude, this is we're a science-based game, we're not doing health potions. I think vitadine nanomeds pretty much are really the exact same thing. It's like I, I broke a crate, I found a health pack, and it's a nanomed pack, and then poop I apply this and oh look, I got half of my health points back and I'm no longer having the bleed status or whatever. I think that that is sort of, you know, a thing that they've shown us. It's out in the open, but we haven't sort of, a lot of people, I don't think, have done the math of working through where, it why, what's the point, where is this going? And I think that that could be where it's going. Um, I know we had discussed some other op- examples before the show do you guys want to uh yeah do you want to hop in with your uh, your example that
2: that we've talked about is is what happened way back when with the um srvs right originally they were they were built and and provided from an organization uh that that essentially mandated that they were only going to do uh one particular design regardless of uh the uh, requests or the demand for for additional designs, additional capabilities and, and now what we saw happen from there is they were acquired uh, from a larger company and and, and that larger company is, is a larger company that provides ships with multiple designs multiple capabilities so you know that's definitely something where there are some open-ended threads we may see what may happen there uh, especially as we move forward into odyssey where we're going to have different uh types of uh mining or i'm sorry planet surfaces to explore uh we we may get some additional capabilities there i think there's there's definitely an Mm open-ended thread i think there's definitely an an open-ended um answer that that needs to be our question rather that needs to be answered
0: Right on. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see five or six different variations. And yeah, I think, I'm trying to remember back. What it was a, a Galnet article from it. He told me to say mid that. last just year-ish, yeah. uh, early to mid last year. And it was basically something along the lines of I think it was Core Dynamics or whatever, had yeah. bought out the SRV. And it was like a small, like mom, not nice. mom and pop, but it was a smaller company that was making the SRV. And they just had a production line that was just making the one variant. And at the time that Galnet had put out the article, they literally had said something along the nature of, you know, the, with, with the purchase of this smaller corporation by this huge megacorp, uh questions have been raised of like will there be new srv variants or whatever and it's like yeah there's there are threads that like were public knowledge they talked about it a while back but like i think people haven't sort of gone back and done the math so it's yeah it's it's interesting so
1: roy yeah, another another uh, got nine too. news story from Galnet that yeah. may be a That's hint that, that was hiding in plain sight. Viewers, that, um, that goes back to uh, May 11, oh five. Ship yes. theft yes. mystery, yes. mystery yes. deepens. This is uh, the mm-hmm. mystery continues to surround <laughs> Gan Romero, the starship technician who single-handedly <laughs> stole a docked vessel it's in the big. Vega mm-hmm. system. Um, um, on, you know, this obviously was yeah. before uh, came out before yeah. the the shift uh, to. Uh, <laughs> Say remove stories yeah, or not? Not you some know some not some have stories and gal that were just sort know, of flavor text. So, the, uh, chat one day. so mm-hmm. don't know if this was yeah. uh, uh, just it's a flavor one, text I mean. or if this is um, something that was hinting at a at a capability. Obviously, oh, you need elite feet to you know sneak into a ship and steal it. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something that had come up w- way early on from David Braben in interviews mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. A, a, a capability that you know at, at some point was part of his vision. So. Um, I'd say it's plausible. I'd say it's mm-hmm. plausible.
0: And there's also been one, there've been Galnet articles about various, you know, building or construction things over, not, not re- like recently, recently, but if you go farther back and I know uh, David Braben had done a, uh, a whole thing where he had had to talk about some kind of inflatable Habs or whatever, habitation things or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, we're, we're getting new. I mean, if you go back through the Galnet articles, there were a mixture of all different kinds of stories of all different kinds of things. And some of them, which you may have thought was like, okay, this was just sort of a thing about, you know, uh, Ashley Duvall, or this was sort of a thing about the Kumo crew, or this was about whatever whatever. it may have also touched on after ten fifty sort of some things like, Oh, this had a thing in there that could be referring to, you know, social hubs or referring to other things that, you know, we're, Looking to get in in you know, Odyssey. So, all right. So the second sort of topic, <clears throat> and this is again of the uh, the uh, community questions. The second topic is, uh, what do you think may be an open thread? So I'm challenging you. Rack your brains. Go through. There's you can see the repositories of the old uh, um, <clears throat> you know Galnet articles. Let's let's scour some stuff and let's rock our brains and think like hmm. What may be a thing that was hinted at and is like, as Roy said, hiding in plain sight where it's like, man, yeah, they told us about this and we just didn't put it together that this could be leading to that. All right. So the next topic for discussion topic is discussion topic three, the elite dangerous odyssey economy. And what I mean by that is once you can afford billions for a fleet carrier, any guns, armor, ground vehicle, personal tech will basically be trivial if it's priced in credits. And that sort of goes against the standard uh, MMO thing where it's like, okay, we normally, if you say, oh, we drop the new thing, normally what happens is credits become sort of like, the new stuff is all more expensive. Like uh, I'll give you an example, World of Warcraft, you know, I got to level 40. I bought a mount. It cost, you know, whatever, 10 gold. I Then I got to level 50. I got the epic mount. It costs, you know, 50 gold. Then I got to level 60. I got the flying mount. It costs 70 gold. Then I got the level 80. I got the faster flying mount. It also goes underwater. It costs, you know, but it goes like 40 gold, then like 100 gold, then like 500 gold, then like 10,000 gold as sort of the. They keep, as they do a new expansion, it's like, oh, they up the cap of how much money things cost, right? And then they keep you running on that treadmill of like, oh, I got to go out there and get my bank so I can get the new thing. In Elite Dangerous, that would be stupid. It just doesn't make sense. If you look at, okay, let's look at the United States military as just an example. When the United States military buys a fleet carrier for billions of dollars, right? It's not like, oh, somebody come out with a brand new machine gun tomorrow or saw oh, someone come out with a brand new, you know, body armor set. Okay, well, this one's going to cost hundreds of billions of dollars because it's new. It's like, no, it's very, very small. It's used for one guy as a fleet carriers crew, of, you know, hundreds of people and can hold thousands of people and has tons of stuff that it does. So that idea of like scale of economy doesn't really work for elite dangerous so there's a couple ways that they can address this i think the first way would be to have some alternate currency i.e i'm just going to throw in a a placeholder name this is not what the real name is but the idea would be planet side dollars so that you know you need to you, you know you start off with hundred planet side dollars and you have to go do elite beat type missions to build up your planet side dollar wallet so that you can afford the new gun that costs ten thousand planet side dollars and then oh man then there's the twenty thousand planet side dollar and it gets you on another treadmill of like I have to build up my bank so that I can earn or unlock or access these additional things that's one way they could do it the other way they could do it is just say you know everybody gets a gun you know you got a handgun and you got a rifle and there's just one gun there's the standard handgun and the standard rifle and everybody gets the exact same one and it costs whatever a thousand credits it costs nothing it's trivial it's bullshit but you have this stock model one rifle (laughs) And then you have to go get sort of engineering mats or whatever to engineer a scope onto it or to engineer a suppressor or to engineer expanded ammo, you know, magazine capability or to engineer higher armor penetration. So it's like that's just an alternate currency. Basically, at that point, your engineering sort of becomes the 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 other currency of like it costs you time and money to get these things to add to your gun to make it to make your gun so much better than the mark one gun that you know the standard bullshit weenie starter gun so <clears throat> that's two ways off the top of my head that i can see either planet side bucks or standard variations that all have to be engineered and that's the currency what do you guys think on both of those uh and and whoever wants to jump in first go for it and then you know do you have any other that like ah they could do it this way instead
1: um yeah so i i, I think about how other <laughs> games that i play or have played have dealt mm-hmm. with a similar issue um if you look at uh destiny 2 and mm-hmm. warframe for example uh they've each tackled it in a, in a somewhat similar way where there's, you know, in Destiny they have seasonal currencies. So the the place where you go to buy the new thing is part of the narrative of something that came, you know, d- didn't exist before this season and uh, the bits the, the little MacGuffins that it spits out, whether it's, you know, Vex Mind Components or Fractaline or whatever um, that currency is used at the place where you buy the new things. So it's, a, it's like a closed system um it's it's not purchasable with the the currency that you more generally have um, warframe when they opened up uh, the new open zones uh similar kind of thing they had new you could call it grinding loops I guess for the missions and the things that would drop in those zones and those things would be used to purchase the um uh, in the case of warframe it was the you know the first time they'd had uh had a kind of a new kind of uh, craftable melee weapon, or a new kind of craftable uh, gun, and and so again a, a kind of closed zone. Um, I'm I'm you know curious whether they'll have. Some, sometimes those things seem a bit contrived, because uh, it's just new currencies and it, they give it a funny name. And it, you, if if you keep doing that over and over, uh, you end up with like so many different currencies. It gets a bit confusing. I know Destiny's even started now to look at uh, sunsetting. Uh, things after you know they, they sunset things after each season so that's how they keep it fresh it kind of goes back to the conversational cadence you know how do you how do you give people grind loops that feel fresh and fun i think and, and purposeful
0: i think though to your point when you say like oh you can only develop so many extra of these before you it's like silly because you've got 19 different currencies i can't i'm not envisioning another way where we would have another currency after this like this is a changing the modality of the entire game of saying like okay now we have sort of uh so it's it's weird because in most expansions in most like sort of video game MMO expansions what it is is it's it starts small and it continually expands out and grows larger and larger in scope elite dangerous sort of did the exact opposite they started massive in scope and now with elite feet it's your first time where you're not going to be a whole ship that's massive. You're not going to be uh, an SRV. So, like literally, the way they started it was you could only be a ship. That was like, it's big, it's huge. And then with Horizons, they were like, well, now you could be a ship or a little buggy. Now you're now you now you can go smaller. You can go be an SRV. And then with with Odyssey, they're saying, well, now you could be on foot. You're going even smaller. So it's a it's a sort of a unique situation that <clears throat> Elite has for itself where the idea of expanding the scope and expanding the scale does not fit but i i, I submit to you that after this if they were to create one additional alternative uh, currency if they were to create sort of planet side dollars i get that it's you know silly seems silly and contrived but they could explain it with what you know whatever if they were to create planet side dollars i don't think they're going to be it's not like the next expansion is going to require another need for a new currency, because you have the modality of like, I'm in a ship, we already have a fleet carrier, okay, and that that works fine on the credit system. Fleet carrier going, so they went ship, credits, SRV, sort of credits still work because it's not really interacting in a way that changes anything. Fleet carrier, credits still work, it's just on a much larger scale now instead of costing 5 million credits. Or 50 million credits or 500 million credits for your ship. Now you're spending 5 billion credits for a fleet carrier. Switching with this modality of going down to the on foot model, having that come after the big, big, it doesn't make sense. It requires an alternative uh, currency. But after this, it's like, what? Oh, well, we got now underwater SRV worlds, SSRVs, you know, submarine worlds. doesn't require a new economy like the you still then the credits still work for that oh well now we've got you know wormholes or whatever doesn't require a new economy oh now we've got more atmospheres does not require a new economy so i think that this is a one-off and and you can get away with having three three currencies in a game without that's that's not overly much the first currency would be credits the second currency in this particular case would be quote unquote planet side dollars, and then the third currency would be engineering math. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's overly stressful on a on a robust uh, sort of economic system. If, if you
1: if you extend the analogy of, <laughs> of currencies, though, that not there already? Um, and I know it's only a one time thing, but when you're unlocking engineers, they each ask for something, and that something is in effect a one time currency you may never go get it again, but it doesn't have value outside of that tap or that unlocking quest. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's a question of, okay, if that's there's a temporary, it's not a new, currency. It's a I temporary. Know, know. And so that's the question is if there's, if there's new, if there's a new weapon vendor on a, mm-hmm. on a planet that's part of Odyssey, um, does it need to be a new current? And, and what you're trying to avoid is because somebody already has billions of credits, you don't want them to, you know, um, not have the joy of the journey of mm-hmm. figuring out how to earn those weapons, does yeah. it need to be an ongoing thing or can it be a one-time unlock? You know, once they've unlocked everything in that tree by handing in all the MacGuffins, is that good enough? Because that's kind of what we do with engineers now.
0: I mean, that would be fine. I, 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 I would argue that, that at that point, you're not talking about a currency, you're talking about a fetch quest. But mm-hmm. I, I yeah, yeah, just real quick. That, that for,
2: be, first off, I think you know, exactly. Roy, I, I've never heard Fee, you the, had the, this, this term before. Um, of, of McMuffins, I, I I don't I don't know what 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 they are, um beyond what what I can get at, at that <laughs> restaurant that, that we can't name because we're not sponsored. Uh, uh,
0: you
2: no, know, I, I I know that's not a restaurant. I I, I have That's eaten not a restaurant. In, in, in,
0: <laughs> that is not a restaurant. Exactly. Yeah, I haven't. I, uh, I, I have I have eaten a there in like 15 years. So, so I know exactly what you're that's saying. That's not food, bro. Um, but, that's but no, not No, I mean food. you know
2: really listening to this conversation um a couple thoughts there you know i i have played some destiny 2 not enough to to really grasp those grind loops that you talk about roy um but but i i do play world of tanks a lot and and there is a lot of grind loops in that as well um and i see the same type of thing where we have different levels of currency we we have gold we have credits um, beyond gold, we we have uh, uh, bonds. There, there's there's several different levels of currency that you can earn to do different things within that game. Um, just thinking through this, and and even what we're seeing in the chat. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of ideas, a lot of concepts in, in how to make this work when we get to the to the point with Odyssey. And, and I think just thinking through this, what, what it's going to mean, uh, you know, Kai, when you were talking about starting with a base pistol and a base rifle, um, you know, the, the, the way that, that I was thinking through that is it's okay if, if you have that, that you know, uh, one point whatever amount of, of credits in, in your wallet, um, but it's not going to do much because you have not ranked up. Uh, as far as being a, a soldier uh, is concerned. Granted, you're you're a hell of a pilot. You've you've certainly earned those credits as a pilot. You've certainly justified the fact that you can uh, fly e- every single ship that's available, and you've even got yourself a a a, a fleet carrier. But but those credits don't mean dick and, until you actually uh, prove yourself as a, as a foot soldier or or as a as somebody that that we need with boots on the ground uh, with those weapons. And and yeah, it may it may relate to fetch missions or something along that nature. That that could be a different grind loop. But, but I think um, you may be able to use those credits that you already have in the future. Um, once you've also uh, ranked up or, or, or gone through a, a set of missions or, or what have you, similar to what we do with the engineers, um, that earns you the rank to use those credits to, to um, basically make yourself a more worthy or, 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 or more um, senior ranked uh, foot soldier, if that makes sense.
1: Mm. you know something that just made me think of also in uh, in warframe another kind of currency that has a parallel in elite is reputation so in in warframe when they had these new vendors with the new you know new special awesome thing that people wanted to get um, there was tiers of reputation and you had to go and do missions to earn reputation no, 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 to unlock no, those tiers of things you could buy mm. so that was another way to gate it and make it more of a an adventure or a journey that had some narrative consistent with, you know, what you're doing.
0: Huh. Now Phi, you were talking about with World of Tanks, uh Earlier in the pre in the in the pre show, we were talking you know, they, about they, some uh, stuff there with the currencies. So, so they,
2: you know, World of Tanks. If if everybody is not familiar, and, and some of you may be familiar with with the game that has, in my opinion, the worst community ever. It's like the polar opposite of Elite Dangerous. Um, there there is significant amounts of, of what I like to call assholery in that game, um, but but beyond that, they they have several different levels, like I was just speaking to, of, of grinding, right? The, you know, you, you start with, um, you know, tier one is, is the first tank that you get to, to pilot. You, you pick your nationality of, of tank that you get to drive um, on several different maps, and and you basically rank up, uh, you earn credits to to um, upgrade your tank, and then and then basically earn the ability to uh, upgrade yourself to the, to the next, uh, you know, tier two or tier three, whatever it is, all the way up to tier ten uh, of tanks, and and you know like like. Roy was just talking about in Destiny. They, they have these, these loops of grinding, these loops of ranking, these currency loops uh, where, where you earn different currencies to basically make yourself a better pilot. And, and yes, very much so before chat jumps all over me. There is a lot of pay-to-win aspect to the game as well. Uh, but, but you know, at the end of the day, it, it, it's just these overlaying layers <laughs> of um, making yourself a better tanker um, so that you can uh, become a, a um, more capable and, and more powerful uh, tank pilot. So, so, you know, I think again, if we if we tie that back to. How to take advantage of what you have in place already? You know, again, uh, you know, again, the, the parallel world of tanks. You, you have these multiple currencies that allow you to have capabilities, but there's still limitations that allow you to push it to the next level. I, I think, again, what 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 we are able to do today as spaceship pilots and mm. and and earn credits and like you say, uh, even drive SRVs or, or own a fleet carrier, um, it is great. But but once we have our boots on the ground and we're running around with a rifle and, and a pistol. Um You know, I I think my my vision, the way the way that I see this whole thing with <laughs> Odyssey panning out, is we're going to see different types of missions that correlate to what we do in our spaceships today, whether it's you know uh, reconnaissance or or uh, assault or or what have you. Um, that that's going to feed into the same type of dynamic, just with uh, us now being foot soldiers, and and I think that will also contribute to us now being able to rank up and 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 earn new abilities or new weapons or, or whatever it, it will be um as foot soldiers um very similar um and and credits credits i think will still be okay but but we won't be able to use them unless we've achieved some other um goal and and it may be another type of currency it may be just a, like you said a fetch mission
0: we're just gonna have to wait to see okay I, I get all of that I, th- I thought though there was another thing in the pre-show where you were talking about with a, like an alternative currency but you're just saying like you don't really necessarily even sort of need an alternative currency or, 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 or let's put it this way the alternative currency can just be a system of unlocks as you yeah, and, as you and none, achieve none of them are by no means mandatory it, it's all very whatever. much optional I, I it depends on the way right. you
2: <laughs> want to play and and really it depends on how much you want to okay. be the best that you can be i'm um, sorry that i said that but 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 anyway um you know you get what i'm saying it, it's just it, it it's it's <laughs> really just your way of enhancing your <clears> player
0: experience i get it So I, 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 I get, I, I get, I, I dig that. That's an interesting, because I hadn't conceptualized that as an alternative currency where it's like no no alternative currency, just a stringent sort of detailed systems of sort of unlocks of after X amount of Y type of mission or after X performance evaluation on Y type of mission, you might unlock the ability to then spend the credits that are already trivial to gain z new modification
1: i i think one other um dimension to this that uh of course is totally unknown is how granular are the choices going to be around say guns is it going to be uh, you know like some of the uh ship modules where there's an a through e there's five guns <sighs> that's it or is it uh the minutiae of you know five like five kinds of scopes and different barrels and different ammunition and there's a rock paper scissors system you know somewhat similar to how ships have shields and armor and some weapons are good against one versus the other like that's uh-huh. the in order for there to be fun in the journey yeah. of unlocking these things, there needs to be a certain amount and, of and content you know, Roy, behind that lock. We've only been dwelling on people differentiate on and their experience. But,
2: you, you know, the, you mentioned that, and and immediately exactly. I went off into well, what about armor? And what about rocket packs? And what about shields for for your
0: for your soldier? And and what about yeah. all the
3: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> A different, exactly. different exactly. type of helmet that has a different yeah. sort of visor system that has different layouts for like stealth or whatever there could also yeah. be stealth equipment like uh, this armor has no extra armor rating but it's much harder to pick up in hot situations or this one is much harder to pick up in cold climates or you could have personal tech where it's like this wrist device this wrist com device has extra features then you, you've also got landmines you've got you know grenades you've got all kinds of you know lockpicks or or, or or hacking devices, personal hacking devices to access terminals or hand tools for like oh this kind of personal mining device or this kind of like you know it, you could literally end up with the situation that's so granular that you're talking about like oh <clears throat> these are sort of remote cameras that like I can place here and there they have a high stealth value to them so that they don't get detected and it's uh, basically bugging this guy's. Place as part of a mission, or, or I'm, I'm accessing. There's so much stuff. Oh well, my and that God, doesn't so even—that
1: doesn't even touch on the, the cosmetics, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, a big thing in, in Warframe. The joke is, is fashion frame, is, mm-hmm. and, and you also see this in Destiny with you know uh, seasonal armor sets. Um, there may be zero difference functionally. But mm-hmm. people like it because it's got you know a cool thing on the shoulder uh, or the shape of uh, the leg armor has a mm-hmm. thing on it and it's not just about paint jobs and 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 uh, you know maybe the equivalent of a ship kit on your body armor um, it's, it's a it could be something associated with like I was a part of this uh, mission sequence. it was a community goal and part of the reward was this unique piece of armor and it just looks different you know um, all kinds of, all kinds of rabbit holes there
0: yeah man All all right, right. I think yeah I'm interested I'll be interested to hear also what people think about this as the entire entire subject but this is this is an interesting and a meaty topic that I think we we could do a dozen shows and argue round and round in circles and talk about all kinds of possibilities and get no closer to a final answer but have have a lot of fun so let's hear let's definitely hear what people have to think say about that and and the fourth and final of our sort of meaty discussion topics and this one might might actually be the meatiest of them <clears throat> in and we've sort of hit on in some of the stuff here in this in this previous question or or, or what have you it, all right Go with me here a little bit guys cuz I have a crazy off the wall just this just comes out out of my head idea. In in a previous version of Elite, they had a rank called Archangel that you could actually get by doing a specific mission. I think it was from Elite Frontier what is it? Frontier FFE2, Frontier something uh Encounters 2 um <clears throat> where you could get the rank of Archangel and I have the, an idea of a, a status concept of, of Archangel. And here, here's the premise <clears throat> or here's the question sort of that I think this answers. I think there's a fundamental issue with regard to elite where, <clears throat> um, you have a question of accessibility. You want the game to be super, super accessible, two brand new players to in, sort of entice them and hook them and to pull them through the process. But you end up with a situation where the old timers <clears throat> are like, man, this is stupid. Uh, back in my day, you had to do this, that, and the other. And I remember I spent a month in my Cobra and I was saving up money until I could afford that Asp Explorer. And oh my God, it was such an achievement when I got it and everything was awesome blah, blah, blah. And nowadays, you see these guys go from a sidewinder to, you know, uh, an anaconda in eight hours. It's it's they know what they're doing and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, if I bought a second account <clears throat> and I go through the process of grinding it fast, you know, you start off in your society, you just fly along to a has res, you just tag or not a has res, a, a high res. You just tag what the cops are already shooting. You collect bounties. Then you go from there you get yourself a little you know a little uh hauler you do road to riches for just a little bit from there you go into mining you know you get the small ship then you know you do a a load in say an asp uh explorer mining and you can afford the the the, uh python and then you do a, a load two loads three loads in uh, the python and boom before you know it you can afford an anaconda and now you're elite in trading and you've got a billion credits you've unlocked jameson's hoorah and and i think the the record exegius <clears throat> had a thing where he did it in like 12 hours and then someone else had done it in like eight hours and i think the record was suvac who did it in six hours i know harry potter had gotten it to like eight hours and like 30 minutes or whatever but think that suvek guy did it like six hours and like 12 minutes or something it's and he streamed the whole thing like it's legit you can do it that fast and i get where some of the older players are like man it's it's cheap now it's too easy it's too fast Uh, you know yada 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 and 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 so here's my idea of like how do you sort of keep that level of accessibility to pull people in quickly, but also sort of make for a more meaningful and and really, like, really, really sort of old school uh, experience. And that is this. (laughs) Once you hit Triple Elite, a commander can opt into the process to attain the rank of archangel. Now, there's a couple of caveats here. Number one, just no going into this. This is you're throwing yourself into hard mode, so it is what it is. Number one, all advancement towards this title must be done in open only. You can't do it in solo, you can't do it in private group. You have to go out into the real world and do it. Number two, you start off with the sidewinder. And you must advance in at least one of the three trees uh, to a set level. So, like, you have to go from, you know, uh, penniless to, you know, almost penniless or whatever. You have to get up to a certain level, and then that would unlock the next ship. You have to unlock each ship along the way. And it says, okay, <clears throat> uh, it unlocks now the ability to, like, okay, from from you know sidewinder you can unlock uh, a hauler if you're doing exploration because i think a hauler i think would fit the categories of of exploration as an upgrade it would also fit the categories of trade so like that could be a ship that exists in <clears throat> both of 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 the trees the trade tree and the exploration tree as an upgrade from a side-y. and you know you go and you have to like spend time in there and it when you're doing this mode when you're doing this method your payouts like it's an opt-in thing you click the opt-in and now your payouts are way way lessened as far as what it keeps track of for your progression and it kind of makes it like back players who just started playing back in you know 2015 or whatever where it was much much sort of harder and a longer process for them to advance to the next ship like so the idea here is that you're going to spend you know maybe four days maybe like four play sessions of you know three or four hours each or six hours or eight hours in a sidewinder before you can move up to that next ship now keep in mind this entire process is opt-in so let's say i am a player who i am triple elite Let's say I, as a triple elite player, wants to (laughs) start the process to attain Archangel. I can click to opt into it, and I can start grinding it out and doing it and playing the game on hard mode. That's what this is. I don't want to sugarcoat it. But let's say the next day, Fee is like, dude, Roy, let's go mining. Let's get in our cutters. Let's go blah, blah, blah. Or like, hey, let's all go... Do has reds and we'll fly around and in three vets you know just 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 having fun or whatever i can log into the game and under the thing i can click like just make it a menu option i can just click to say like okay this is not an archangel you know session i'm just playing now I, i turn that off i'm not gaining anything towards archangel status that that's frozen I'm just playing the game in regular mode and I have access to all of my money and all of my ships and I can do everything again, I can do whatever and then the next day I, I want to go back to grinding, you know doing the process of attaining Archangel <clears throat> and it, it, it's not this is not a thing that's going to be for everyone I think there's a lot of people that are going to say oh, I'm going to just skip that shit, I'm not doing it, and hey more power to you, you play however makes you happy but if there was a thing in here like this, I would do it and I would spend time in each ship. And I think <clears throat> it would sort of put me in a position where, man, spending a week in in a in a Viper, um, you know, Viper Mark three. And it's like, oh, man, I can't wait to get this unlock. I'm going to. Oh, this is going to be great. Or, or spending, you know, <clears throat> two weeks and in, in two or three weeks in your in your, you know, type six. And you're like, oh, I can't wait. I'm so close to unlocking that type seven. You know, it it would sort of to me, I feel like it would give each ship in the elite dangerous galaxy or universe uh, sort of more weight and you would have more appreciation for sort of all of the levels that the old school original players sort of had that a lot of I think the new players sort of skip. Where you just you know moved? Oh, I saw a guide, and I got this ship, then this ship, then Anaconda, and it's like, okay, so the third ship you've had in the game, and the sh- it, uh, and you bought it within 20 hours of gameplay was an Anaconda. Okay, whatever. So that's the idea of you would have to hit certain metrics, and they would be hard to attain. They would require work, and it would it would basically sort of. Put you in a position where you spent quality time in each ship, each of the, the the possible ships, and you know maybe as a as a you know okay yeah you already have your engineers unlocked so you can fly them around and engineer them so that still is going to give you a little bit of a you know a benefit a a a, a boost but you're going to spend time you're not just going to go <clears throat> all right I want to go trade. I'm hopping in my Type 9. Like, you're going to start in a Type 6 and work your way up. So this is an idea. And then part of the concept of Archangel is you would unlock each ship. (laughs) Once you have unlocked all of the ships, then it would put you into a sort of... How do I say this? It would put you into a situation of... (laughs) Now you are in a general unlock. You're not trying to unlock the ships anymore. You've got all those box ticked. Now you have to like put your name on one of each type of star or one of each type of body. So like a gas world, a water world, a this world, a that world, a black hole, a neutron star. You can go out there and do all of those. Like you, you have to have one unique of, I found one of this. I found one of this. I found one of this. You have to visit Beagle Point. You have to visit Sag A. You have to visit Colonia. You have to do these things on, on, on the exploration side. On the combat side, you have to do X amount of, you know, uh, combat bonds. You have to do X amount of bounties. You have to do X amount of, like, uh, you know, hazres, res you know, low-res, high-res, low-res, medium-res, high-res, has res You have to do X amount of uh, anti-Xeno combat. You have to participate, you don't have to solo, but you have to participate in at least one kill of each of the variants of the interceptor types of like, okay, you know, I I got a Hydra, I got a Medusa, I got this, I got that. All of the different types you have to. So people who are looking to attain Archangel status, my concept here is you're playing the game in hard mode and this is not trivial. This is something that would take you a year, maybe, maybe longer, of of playtime to access. And once you've done all of that, now you unlock, instead of it saying, you know, Commander Fee, Commander Roy, Commander Kaizen, it would say Archangel Fee, Archangel Roy, Archangel Kaizen. And you would have <laughs> sort of a different icon in your chat thing. And you would have access to maybe... I don't know, a different bobblehead, different paint jobs. Maybe uh, you have a unique uh, Archangel only SRV kit where it's like it has no stats different than the SRV you have now, but it has a different look to it. And when people see you driving around Dab's Hope, they'd be like, holy shit, that's an Archangel. It is a status symbol. It is not enhancing your gameplay, it is not offering you any advantages in gaining credits in mining or whatever this is a whole different thing this is about the spirit of <laughs> those people who really want to experience the fullness of the game and not just sort of whiz right by and hit sort of okay I did this ship this ship this ship and now I only ever fly my python for things where I need a medium pad my cutter for my money stuff and my vet for my combat stuff, and that's all I fly. Like, no, this would be putting you in a position of, I think, sort of forcing you as a player. And again, this is opt-in only. I'm not suggesting this is a thing they should add and make people do. This is a thing that people who want to do should be able to challenge themselves with and put you in a position where you really sort of... you really have to experience it all as it was sort of originally designed all right i feel like i just (laughs) hit you guys all with the book whoever wants to jump in first roy fee whoever jump in and let's let's mix it up what do you think and i'm sure i'm looking at the chat and i'm seeing people who are like man this is you know a bad idea i don't want this okay it's not for you and it doesn't have to be for you it's an idea that is the, the the whole concept is it could require very little developer time to sort of say okay we've just added tons of games have achievements i've added an achievement list and now <clears throat> sort of a, you know and tons of games have hard mode I've added a hard mode to the game. I've added an achievement list. Now, you know, run with it. See what you want to do.
1: Uh, I think this is a great idea, and I have a lot of questions. Okay, hit me. Uh, look, in, in a sandbox game like this, I think some commanders are doing parts of this idea mm-hmm. by following their own sort of, what we've called in the past, head cannon. I agree. Uh, and, and, you know, there's two major pieces of this um, one being uh, playing the game in a way that could be more rewarding and being sort of constrained into playing it that way Um, because you can choose to, uh, I and others have done things like, yeah, you get enough money from mining pretty quickly on Um, I've chosen not to buy all the most expensive ships and I'm making myself do things with lesser ships and and try to have different kinds of fun that way um you know i went on the the distant screws expedition in a in a, a, a cobra mark 4 um not the best ship for that uh was a lot of fun you know in a, in a game when you can triumph over a variety of constraints that can generate fun and that's one of the obvious reasons for playing any game um the other half of it is as you just mentioned achievements and so it it sort of brings up the question um is the merit of this is what's driving this having all the let's call it the bling that you get at the end uh, or or would it be something that you get these things along the way and it's more of a progressive system of things you're unlocking so you can be sort of you know people would recognize that you've reached uh you know the the second tier of the five tier five mm-hmm. tiers of reaching uh archangel status um maybe that's a thing
0: yeah um, i think that's those these are all cool i hadn't envisioned that i had originally as i was and 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 just to be clear this is a situation of while i was working today this was an idea that went through my head it started off with me saying hmm I think I've heard a lot of people that are saying like, man, people that start playing the game now, they miss out on blah, blah, blah. I think maybe I want to start a challenge for myself personally (laughs) to go get a Sidewinder, engineer it and spend, you know, whatever, a week or maybe, you know, two, three days, two, two playstations in a Sidewinder doing missions and stuff. And then a holler and spend two or three days. And then, you know, uh, a Viper two or three days, an Eagle two or three days, uh, uh, a Cobra uh, Mark three, two or three days, uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, and, and sort of go through the process and really sort of experience it all to have. Cause I mean, honestly, I couldn't tell you what it's really like to play in a Cobra. Cause I mean, I, I got a Cobra and I flew around in it. I dinked around in it and was like, oh, it's a gateway shit. Cool but like i didn't spend time and and for for players who started playing in 2015 it it wasn't a gateway ship as much as it was you know it was a, it was like the idea like just just earlier today how M Graham had said there's a difference between sort of the gold rush and the meta it wasn't a you know, now it's sort of, if anything, it's one that most people skip over, but I think it's a, a, if anything, it's a Gold Rush ship. If they touch it at all, it's a Gold Rush ship. And I feel like it should be a meta. It should be one that they get time, they spend time, and that's the ship of fucking John Jameson, man. They should spend time behind that that stick and, like, really sort of, like, yeah, man, I have fond memories of, like, combat time. You know in in a uh 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 a cobra and 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 as allison is saying man it should literally be like hey you you get this this uh uh you know decals or paint jobs or whatever for like hey man i killed 300 mpcs in a in a cobra or, or or i traded uh you know 800 tons uh, of of commodities in, in a cobra like If you have things like that that you really sort of know it well i think it changes and flavors your enjoyment of the whole of the whole thing so this again this is a half-baked idea it started with me thinking i want to do this for myself and then i thought about it and i was like man i think there's a lot of other people again not not even the majority of people i think if if anything if five percent of the people said oh fuck yeah that sounds exciting i think that would be great look at how much time and effort and work they put into fleet carriers and that's you know five percent of the population and this i think because it's literally just setting up challenge like 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 achievements as they have in other games it's so, I, I don't think it's this is the worst thing a non fucking programmer can say, but it's like, I don't think it would be all that hard to add some achievements <laughs> and say like, Hey, just tie this to that. But like, okay. I, I, I fully am willing to admit that it might, may be that hard. I don't, I don't know, but I feel like for the amount of effort that they would have to put into it for the people that chose to go through this process, it would so enrich the entire experience of, Elite dangerous to the extent of like, like what's the difference between for somebody who's like, like oh okay, I want to be a, I want to learn how to cook, right? I'm, I'm, I'm cooking is my new hobby. I'm gonna get into it, cooking, cooking, cooking. I'm all excited, right? What's the difference between, uh, sort of <clears throat> saying, okay, I have a hamburger patty that I bought pre-made that is just like it's a, it's hamburger patty in a box. And I got two pieces of bread and <clears throat> I got a slice of cheese and I've got uh <clears throat> these pre-sliced, you know, onions and 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 you know tomato or whatever, as opposed to okay, I bought hamburger, I like ground it up, I added in these seasonings, I've added in some Worcestershire sauce, whatever. I made the fucking lumpy, misshapen fucking patty and cooked it as opposed to like the pre-cut exactly you know patty shaped whatever thing it's just i feel like both of those are the process of i made a hamburger at home one of those though is sort of the cheap and easy method that gets and 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 i think deserves a lot less respect and one of them is a much more sort of holistic like uh, I experienced I did this I did a thing for realsies not not the bullshit method Um, I don't know so yeah this, this just started off as an idea and then if you tie it to an achievement pe- there are people that will do anything for an achievement and I like your idea your addition to the idea Roy of like hey man it doesn't have to just be you get it all at the end you get the Archangel title at the end but you could get little bits and pieces along the way uh, you could get, you know, a sticker for this type of ship or you could get this kind of paint job or you could get this kind of a thing and it's like, oh, he's at level three of five. Oh my God, he's got level four of a... Holy shit, do you see this guy? They only put this thing into this game seven months ago and this crazy asshole already has Archangel. Like, whoa, like that could be awesome too. And it could sort of really egg people along. And I think part of my idea of saying like it has to be an open, I live my life in open. I literally... Literally, have been mining low temperature diamonds in open. It's just what I do. I don't, I don't do solo mode anymore. I just don't, and I don't. I think people, I think people that don't play in open, some people. Some and first off, if you want to play in solo or you want to play in private group only, man, that's your right. You go have fun. You do your thing. I'm not telling you how to do it. But I will say that it's not as dangerous for the most part as you think. And it's more rewarding and more fun and more interesting for the most part than you think. Fee. Or Roy, were you done with your your questions Um, or was that... Yeah, no, I'll, I, I'll let I you go. I think mean, uh, my take away from have this now. Yeah, 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 for oh, oh, sure. We'll Come back. I've got two you. different viewpoints. Sure. sure. The
2: first viewpoint is uh, you know I I I'd really again I went I went the adorable route and and I thought through. Uh, what this could mean, and and you know the, the creative approach to this entire thing is, uh, you get triple elite, you, you get through everything that that you've accomplished in the game, uh, you you've killed uh, more Thargoid scouts than you than you care to consider, uh, you have done all your trade missions, you've you've been to Sagae back and forth uh, more than once, you've made full elite across the board, and you decide to opt into Archangel, and holy crap. That entire thing was just a simulation. That's why telepresence was a thing. And now this is the real deal. Now you are on your way to Archangel. And, oh, no, you have to do all this grind over again. And, and now there, there's this whole similar path that you just went through to get Triple Elite in the simulation, and in telepresence mode, that you now have to do in real life. And, yes, there will be glory. There will be honor, there will be regard and, and and respect amongst your peers. but yes, you are going to have to do um, all this other grind that that perhaps you you just got done doing and then some and 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 fight to get the ships that that you have already been enjoying and and, and flying uh, in that simulation that you just got through. Uh, but but it will very much be a prestige point. So I I, I am torn in this concept, and and uh, it's definitely something that I'd like to see, uh, you know, the community and and everybody kind of run with and and see how it, how it could possibly pan out.
1: Okay, so well, I- go ahead. I, I was just going to say, uh, one thing that made me think of, this always happens, you come up with some great ideas and it makes me think of something else. Uh, hmm. The concept you just brought up about, like, uh, you know, you you sort of come out of this simulation and, and it turns into something else. I I, I look to other games um, when, when these sorts of questions come up and say, like, what have other games done that worked? Um, you know, achievements, uh, achievements are in games because... They work because people go after them. It gives, you know, a different kind of purpose to play, mm-hmm. a different kind of structure. Um, uh, in addition, people uh, apparently like to have things in a game that allows them to show off their exploits to other people, mm. whether it's a title or a badge or whatever. And and then I would also say, and I, I won't mention the name of the game. I don't want to spoil it, but I've played a game where there was a major reveal like you know what you just described the um that that (laughs) i know what you're talking about yeah that the community of that game is actually very excellent about not spoiling Mm. and it is so awesome because you don't get to that point in the game until you put a fair amount of work into it and then it actually transforms the whole game so that, I'm gonna that, just
0: I'm gonna spoil it now and tell everybody. If you played Titanic, the video game, at the end the boat sinks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't want to give away too much of that. But no, the point no, no, is that you. that structure
1: absolutely mm. works. It absolutely works, and and maybe it is because this is a you know uh, coming up on a six years old game at some point that that it didn't have. Um, like look there's been there's been uh million, billions spent in the gaming industry and a, a part of that is you know uh, producers understanding gaming psychology and what makes games fun that's mm. a constantly improving thing and now achievements are a given in in gaming systems you know destiny has titles where mm. every season you can get a new title by going through a checklist of do this raid do these things do this many of this and that and the other thing it's a very rich and developed system and they put the effort into it because it works. It makes the game more fun. So um, this is also why, uh, like, as you were telling this idea, Kai, uh, I was thinking of uh, EDSM, the badges in EDSM. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. why are they there? When I first saw that, I thought, isn't that going to feel kind of like not real because it's a side website? Like, what does it have to do with, like, is it's not, it's not in the game. So it sort of feels somewhat less authentic, but once I started using it, you know, and they'll send you uh, if you've got an account on EDSM, you get a, you get these uh, emails, you know, uh, telling you of your exploits for the last two weeks and what badges you've earned and hmm. and you know, how, how many of a certain kind of star you've visited and it, it, for me, that's like it just feels like the part of the game as many yeah. of the third party tools do now so I almost wonder if you couldn't simulate a lot of what you've described um, portions of it in something like like an EDSM type thing that, that feeds off of the API and, and tracks your exploits. It wouldn't give you the the bling, right? Mm-hmm. That's the piece that would be missing is you wouldn't have the... You could certainly have those things show up on your profile in EDSM or whatever, but... Yeah, it, no, it you're right.
0: A you're, you're 100% game. right. And to be clear, there already are sort of achievements in this game. When you, when you get billions of credits you can get a fleet carrier that's an achievement when you mm. grind enough rank you can get a cutter or a, a, a vet that's an achievement when you <clears throat> you know get triple elite you, you have the triple elite stuff that's that's an achievement or, or when you get to an elite you unlock Jamison. that's an achievement there definitely are I was just talking about sort of a more like <clears throat> a bigger achievement and one that sort of follows you every which way, in that it literally depend. It doesn't matter <clears throat> if you're doing PVP and you're in your Lands. if you're doing whatever, if you're just flying FA off and tooling around in canyons in your 932 meters per second, Mark three, or in your Fetty Eagle, because everybody knows that the flight assist off Fetty Eagle is way better than the imp Eagle. Uh, <clears throat> it's a situation of like, yeah, man, you still have that archangel like tag on your name or whatever. Now I want to be clear because I see something coming up in chat. I strongly feel that this is a thing that should be tied to open only, that this should not be a thing that is for solo mode or whatever. But that's just my opinion. Uh, Alison in the chat is saying like, I dig it. I like it. I love everything you said except for the open thing. Open only is a hard no for me, I only do open when I'm fuel ratting, that's it. Hey, I have my opinion, but that's the beautiful thing about all this. I think that <clears throat> we might find many, many people that are like, the whole concept is a big no for me. And We might find other people who say the concept is a big yes for me, but that open only part, uh-uh, I'm not doing it. Or the concept is a big yes for me, except for the part where you talk about limiting the credits to like the, the pre whatever version of the credit earning <clears throat> that that is a no for me or hey all of it that you just said is great except for i hate exploring i am never going out like there's some people that they're like man i've played this game for thousands of hours i don't leave the bubble i like i did it once to go unlock palin And that's it, I don't leave the bubble. Okay, fine. I I wanna hear from all of you sort of your thing. There's people out there, they're like, man, I'll do exploring all day, I'll do trading, I'll do all this stuff. I'm not doing AX combat. I don't like it, it scares me, it's whatever. Okay, fine. Like, I want to hear from you like your versions. I have my strong feelings, but these are like not strong feelings of like, I have to have this or I'm out. It's just like, man, I really feel that it should be this way, but I respect the fact that there are other people out there that are gonna say, man, I just think you're dead wrong on this thing, because I, I like I like A, B, and C, but D is a hard no for me. Okay, cool, Like, let's mix it up, let's talk about your ideas, because in the end, you know, uh, Bruce or Tim or Steven <clears throat> or, or Arthur may hear this, and and say like oh let's look into this that's a that's a good idea man I agree with that Allison she she seems like a smart cookie uh, I think all of that's good except for we're not gonna definitely not gonna make the you know open only part of it or whatever in which case hey I can still do the same thing you guys do and I can just choose to do it in open if I want to challenge myself in a different way than you like this is not a situation of my ideas are king and everybody else must bow down or get the hell out. Like, no, man. There's there's room for all opinions and I don't know. It's it's but I like the idea of just having a thing that sort of brings more spice to the game and takes the existing thing you already have and gives you a a loop, an additional gameplay loop that is so much more in depth that is you know hard mode or is you know much more challenging and and and, and puts you in a spot of cuz there's there's a lot of times where it's like hey man i have billions of credits i could just buy any ship i could get it right now so go do it yes you're, that's true but you don't <clears throat> sort of have the experience of like having to fly that type 6 until you get to the 7 imagine being excited about a type 7 like right now, I can't get my head into that spot. I don't oh, even I love fly the tight like Bite your okay.
1: tongue. That's an amazing okay.
0: ship. Yeah. Look, what I'm saying though is when you have a cutter, it's hard. When you have access to that cutter, it's just hard to force yourself to get excited for the seven. But if you don't have it and you earn it, then when you're in the six and lusting after the seven and you get it, it's like, oh thank God. Or, 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 or when you get the seven and you move up to the nine, you're like, oh, or shit, just the six. When you're in that holler and you're looking at the six and you're like, one day, if I keep working, I can get to type six. Like, I just dig the idea of giving all of it a little more meaning, a little more weight, a little more. Cause like, we're gamers. And gamers will skip shit and be lazy and take the shortcuts whenever possible. But gamers will also do the impossible if you add a fucking achievement to it. And, like, I'll I'll be honest. Like, yeah, I want an achievement, too. So, like, I don't know. I uh, I, I think it's a concept that it could be a very big bang for their buck if Frontier were to put... A small amount of investment of in of of dev dollars and hours into it, they don't have to change, really. Sort of any of the. It's not like you're. It's not like you're. I'm saying, hey, man, just invent core mining. That took work. This is just take the existing stuff, make it harder, and put unlocks on ships, and then make a list of achievements and say you have to get them all to get the fucking carrot at the end of the stick and like, I don't know. So I hope this gave you guys some thought. That's gonna be community question number three. Definitely, definitely weigh in on your thoughts on Archangel. A, I hate the whole thing. B, I love the whole thing. C, I love a lot of it. I wanna change this. Or D, hey, that was a cool idea. Here's a way better one. Like hit me up with any of it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And all of this, you can you can do at, you know, the Elite Week Discord. You can do it in the comment section. You can write in to Elite Week at Gmail, or excuse me, EliteWeek3306 at gmail.com. You know, all of it. Let's, let's, I want to, I really want to get, sort of the the uh viewer engagement and listener engagement up on this and start a conversation about these three topics or if there's just a whole other thing where it's like man i got this that i want to talk about i think this about the show man add a section for that or whatever like let's get into it let's let's really you know let's mix it up so I want to run through real quick before we do state of the game and wrap it up because we, I definitely, I know you got some some cool stuff on state of the game. I want to real quick run through. Um, holy crap! I'm looking at the the list here. We've got like five versions of this <laughs> stream up. We're going to clean that up here very very shortly. Um, <clears throat> all right. So to get into the, to this engagement, you've got right here in the YouTube which if you're listening to it on podcast and you're like ah where's the YouTube tinyurl.com forward slash EliteWeek3306 if you're listening to it on the YouTube and you're like ah I want it on the podcast tinyurl.com slash EliteWeekPodcast the Gmail like I said is EliteWeek3306 at gmail.com if you want to tweet me that's a thing now you know twitter.com forward slash K-A-I 19103, no spaces, just KAI 19103. The Discord is tinyurl.com forward slash eliteweekdiscord, no spaces, no underscores, no nothing, just eliteweekdiscord, all scrunched up as one word. And, uh, Hey, I never thought that Hit in one episode of this podcast, further. not only would you be calling
2: right. me adorable and so talking let's get about the state my love of the game. leg warmers, which is not a thing, I do not have a of leg warmers super for specifically, I am so of jealous of you job. for the package that um, you got today. Is, is, <laughs> Tell uh, yeah, us all I've, about I've it, a, I'm excited. I have had a great day and kind of a cool week as it relates to... Uh, my own personal rig uh, for uh, Elite and, and other games. Uh, first off, I'll start with uh, what I what I tinkered with over the past week or so is the uh, VMX add-on mm. for Voice Attack. I think everybody is is uh, has heard of the HCS. Uh, tools, voice packs, where you can have, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Wharf or or uh, Mr. Data or any number of of actors uh, give you uh, feedback related to game events. Uh, mm-hmm. What I uh, found uh, out, and I'll, I'll probably post in the chat, and and maybe we can add something to the show notes, is uh, an additional. Um, Music pack that you can get uh, called VMX that uh, gives you more relevant or or uh, enhancements to the existing game music uh, with uh, you know music from our, our old friend Miguel Johnson as well as Angel uh, to uh, the ongoing game and, and you know this is very cool again I've been playing with it over the course of the week uh, there's several different music packs that you can download uh, they are at a cost so so it's not free. Uh, but, but uh, you know, again, it, it very much adds uh, additional immersion to the game uh, with voice attack uh, as you play the game and as you go through different events, getting to enjoy uh, those tracks from those artists uh, as you're playing the game. Uh, but above and beyond that, uh, this afternoon, uh, Mr. UPS showed up in my driveway with, with an Oculus Rift S. So uh, I've just started to dip my toe into that pond as well. Uh, I will tell those of you that have not experienced VR uh, my first experience. I even uh, let my wife uh, sit in the cockpit very briefly, uh, in in the seat of of one of my ships, and and she also was blown away. Uh, the experience in VR with this game is is absolutely mind blowing. Two uh, D does not do it justice. I I, uh, I I'm really looking forward to uh, not only getting all of that tweaked and and set up the the way that I want to, but but even sharing that with you all on the stream. So that that's that's really been my week with the stream. Beyond that. Uh, you know, just just kind of still playing with the fleet carrier and uh, messing with that. You know, uh, making sure that that I earn my fourteen million a week to to keep up with the upkeep, uh, and and uh, you know, just just kind of chilling out. So that that's that's been my uh, my week with Elite. They are they are in stock with a third party on New Egg now. It is a it is a couple dollars more, but but they are actually showing is in stock now. Yeah, it's it's not it's not terrible, it's not eBay. Um That's a it's, it's, it's a little bit That's that
0: that oh, I want that headset. Mm. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Very cool, Roy. Yeah, so I've been uh, riding the tsunami in BGS. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's it's uh, like I said, as as exciting as it is, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people pulling their hair because it's uh, on, uh, now on top of the 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 sort of mystery of what it is people think is supposed to happen. Um, there's just you know uh i've seen it compared to uh like a runaway train or a dumpster fire there's 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 systems where things just seem out of control Mm. um and it's it's uh it's had both good and bad outcomes in in a variety of uh uh, of situations Uh, but it's just it's a lot of fun (laughs) right it's it's a weird a weird weird constraint Um, really curious to see how it's gonna, how it's gonna shake out. But, and then on top of that, you know, having fun with the fleet carrier, um, uh, finding new and interesting ways to use that with BGS, um, Mm -hmm. it's, um, uh, it's just a whole new way to play the game. It's, it's a lot of fun.
0: So I'm enjoying it. It it reminds me of that Chinese curse. May you live in interesting times. (laughs) Yeah. These are yeah. most most assuredly interesting times for BGS players, for sure. All right, well, guys, I, I want to give a uh, a shout out to that English gent. At the top of the show, we talked about how he was the guy that discovered the the four times Ltd, which is kind of it's kind of mad. It's a little like weak on the bend on the fourth time but it's it's exciting just because it's like four times nobody's ever found that that that's been published before but in that same ring is the fat fat three time ltd that has very high yield rates that is actually ooh, like god damn it's 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 a great find so that guy that english gent popped into the chat and is here with us uh, with us now. So I I just wanted to uh, give him a special shout out as well before we wrap up the show. Guys, we've been going for uh, about two hours. I think we did a good show. We had a fairly decent wrap up of the news of the week. And we definitely hit, I think, some interesting, meaty I, I think, sort of again, discussion points know, of like, man, what about this? What about that? And I, look I'm looking forward 8 to 8 hearing people time, uh, tell uh, me how to, to polish I'm some wrong of the, uh, on these ideas, turds, how their ideas it, are better. Uh, and and, get, and uh, get rid of them, cause cause them as, we, as we move forward here so that we
2: can get a fairly routine schedule that you, the listeners, can be accustomed to. Is there anything else that you want to say before we wrap up, Fee? Again, great show. Really enjoyed the discussion and really looking forward to seeing what everybody come, comes back with with all the homework that you've mm-hmm. given them yes. uh, for for the discussion over the next week. So yeah, good stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that's your adorable overlord. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See? Or I'm sorry, Roy. Yeah,
1: uh, I for one salute our new engineering overlord. I'm looking mm-hmm. very much forward to that. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, I I I, <laughs> I, uh, I very much enjoyed the the topics tonight. So thanks, thanks for that.
0: All right, guys, don't forget, uh, click on the like button, click subscribe, the bell, all of the things. It's a I don't know, it's a thing. Go do that. If you're watching it on YouTube, if you're listening to it on the podcast, please uh, throw us a review. That would be awesome. I'm gonna start pulling out and looking to see reviews that we have. Um, Also, you can feel free to either hit me up with a ping in the Discord or on uh, Gmail or in the comment section saying like, hey, I review this on iTunes or I review this on whatever. Because sometimes I'm gonna have to go look. Because if you're on like, oh, I'm on iTunes in Europe or I'm on iTunes in, in, in Australia, I'm going to have to like go and like, like search it out. You can't just go into American iTunes and it pulls that up. You're gonna have to like search it out wherever it is. And I want to make sure that we <clears throat> sort of give a shout out to, uh, you know, five-star reviews that we get and thumbs up. Uh, well, thumbs up, I, I won't see, but like, uh, you know, as, as uh, people write comments that are, you know, cool or whatever, then I want to make sure that we, we highlight those the questions the three community questions which you can go to the discord the elite week discord and you can post on there uh your response in the community question whatever feedback of the week channel it's 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 there under the text channels it's got a little icon of a calendar question number one your thoughts on balancing for dynamic gold rushes question number two what do you think Maybe an open thread, something that we, you know, that if you look, it's like, oh, that's hiding in plain sight. We didn't even, because we weren't thinking Elite Feet, we didn't know about that. But now, yeah, SRV or, oh, yeah, ship the stealing or the nanomeds, the things that could be cool threads. And question number three is your thoughts on the whole concept of Archangel. So hit us up. And, and if you want to throw in something different, completely, you know, your own bonus thing of like, hey, I like this, or hey, I want that, hit us up and let us know. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. And we're going to play you out. This one here, actually, as the is the outro music. Careful, where you This click. one is uh, dedicated to uh, Phoenix Defire, Colin Ford of Lave Radio. He's just been jamming out on that... Uh, on that power play for Arissa Lavinia Duvall. So I want to uh, I want to have a little something to serenade him with here.
3: She's in to Bounty Hotel fast ships to kill him fans. If you are with the Empire, you might as well be dead. She's into preparation, expansion gets her high. She may be 58, but you still would take a shot. she make you take your conda and go trade Imperial slave. In New, I'm under Arissa's spell. I shoot my guns and she gives me money. You know these bounties pay me well She never drinks the water makes you all a see